only ever be where you are right now. What is your podcast? It's the major investment in your life, right? The journey will always be your journey. And yes, what's going on, my friends? It's Adam here from the Bottles Your Podcast. Welcome to episode 77. Today, we are going to be diving into the Day Gamer's Guide to Night Game. I don't know why I got so excited about that, but I think it's because we haven't done such a tactical potto in a while. Hold on a second. There was a shitload of tactics in the last potto on open relationships, so I can't say that. But I guess I mean, like, in micro... No, because this is macro as well. Fuck it, I don't even know what I mean. All I really to say is just like when we take one section from the pickup cold approach world and we just go hard on that. That's how. What's what I'm really trying to say. We haven't done that in a good bit. So yeah, I hope that's what we're going to do today. We've got an email we're going to bounce off of from my man named Noah. And there's also a few different messages on the gram that spurred this off. Shout out to Ian who wanted me to talk on this a little bit as well. So that's going to be savvy, man. We're going to do it. And yeah, hope you guys are doing well. Oh, fuck, this tea is so good. Okay, so I just got to update you guys on the tea situation. The tea situation, this is a gyokuro. I've been trying to find out what it is because I reached out to my mate, shout out to, shout out to Makuru, uh, who got me this tea. And I thought it was some kind of censure. I was, I was close, but I was off at the same time. The gyokuro is the highest grade of Japanese green tea, which like I, I knew when I was tasting, I'm like, this is some high quality shit. But I didn't know what kind of high quality shit it was. So it's gyokuro. It's it's shade grown for two weeks, which means no sunlight makes the chlorophyll and the thionine go fucking crazy, uh, and just the, the 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 properties. Those properties just get buffed, and it just produces an amazing flavor. The health benefits. It's everything. So this tea is incredible. I've got a cold right now, and yeah, I'm feeling good. The spring vibes are out. I've got the oversized shirt on. Sun's out. Buns are out. Hope you guys are doing well. So here we go. Day gamers guide to night game now. This potter is going to be very different to what you guys are used to. Yeah. Yeah, what you guys are used to. Because what you guys are used to is that we'll read out an email, which I have got. We'll read out a message from the gram. Shout out to Uwe Tang one Follow me there if you haven't got it yet. And we will refer back to that constantly. We will riff off of that. We'll dive off of that. When we get off on tangents, we'll always get back to that as our North Star. However, today, I actually kind of want to just do a guide's guide. Like, what does that mean? I mean, like, I actually have an idea in my mind of where I want to go with this. However, we will refer back to the context of this one individual story because that puts a face to it all. That puts a story to it. That puts the idea in your minds that this is real shit that real people deal with, which is why I love the context, which is why I love it when you guys email me in and you give me that fucking context. So, yeah, let's read out this email. Am I forgetting anything? Oh, Potter 77 that uh, just like side tangent, that was my go-to number as high school basketball. 77, favorite number. I'll always bet on 77. So here we go. Getting to this email. This email is from my man named Noah. He's from the US and he says, Hello, Adam. I think I talked to you a while back. Anyway, I had a crazy night tonight. I normally do day game, but tonight was my first try and night game in brackets, kind of in brackets. It was a block party in my city. It was a huge concert with lots of girls. When I came in, my mental state was amazing. Girls were interested in me, trying to grind on me, etc. But because I was sober, I just could not pull the trigger to grind and go for it. And then when I would sort of try, but half ass, they would move away. It was really frustrating because I know they wanted me for a moment, but I just felt so uncomfortable grinding. In other words, I could not get my mind in the zone. Personally, how do you get over this hump of just becoming the guy that can, can connect on this more physical level immediately in the night setting while sober? Because when I'm drunk, I don't think it just happens and I'm relaxed. Oh, 
hold up, there should be a comma there. Because when I'm drunk, I don't think, comma. It just happens and I'm relaxed and at ease with dancing with girls. But when I'm sober, even when I get a girl to dance with this weird like rigidness enters my body and she phases out because she's my vibe dies down there's a whole bunch of commas missing here it's hard for me to breathe through it during the day i don't deal with this at all because it's like because like it's intimate connections and i can become more comfortable through that but at night i don't have that so i feel uncomfortable the entire time thank you Okay, so there's a few things that jump out at me. There's the alcohol thing, there's the sober thing. We might touch on that. I've already got a whole potter on using alcohol to meet women. Just type that into the channel. You'll get that. So maybe not. Maybe we won't dive into that too much anyway, unless it pops up through a story specifically. But a bigger thing he mentioned here was how he feels uncomfortable with his body. When he's, uh, when he's on the source, he's okay with moving his body, being in control and comfort with his body. However, he's saying here that he just feels completely uncomfortable with the physicality that the night requires when he's sober. So even if you look at it right there, that that's a big thing for a day gamer to get his head wrapped around is this idea of physicality. It's this idea of that we, we now not only have to be in control of our physicality, but we have to be comfortable with that because actually when you think about it, they're two different things. It's two different spaces. It's one thing to be able to control your physicality and to be able to control, control your body language and everything that's going on with yourself within the physical scope. However, to be comfortable with that is a very different thing. You know, like the, the best cross analogy is fighting. You know, you, there are some fighters that are very orthodox and very rigid and you can just read them like a textbook. They're not necessarily very comfortable doing it, but it's the masters that can bring this level of comfort to fighting where you know they know the they have tremendous control over their bodies, but they can flow and they can vibe and they they can just as uh, Miyamoto Musashi detailed in the Book of Five Rings right here, you know they can come from that the Munen Muso, which is the no mind, the Munen Muso, which is the no mind, which is allowing things to come from the place of just absolute flow. If you want to bring that into maybe a cheap Mihai Chiksent Mihai term. You know, that place of just absolute creativity, absolute comfort with your body and to be able to bring that to a girl in the night, that's a different thing from just being able to do something, you know, be able to go up to a girl and initiate the grind, but to be comfortable within the grind. That's what I'm saying here. So that's an interesting thing there. That's interesting that he brought up. Maybe we won't, uh, like I said, this is not the way the normal potters will go. Most of you people, most of you guys listening right now and girls listening right now will be used to me now just trying to fiddle my way through what I think is most important in his message. However, that's not what we're going to do. I'm going to dive right back to the beginning for those of you that I just, and also I need to say this from the get. Oh, fuck that day. I need to say this from the beginning. The context that I'm going to be speaking on now as we dive into the day gamers guide to night game, you guys got to imagine that I am adjusting for the lowest common denominator. I am talking to the absolute beginner who hasn't done a drop of night game. So if you're more intermediary, if you're more advanced, if you're like on that clock face, if you're from like maybe three to six or six to nine or even potentially nine to 12, really, really full circle of this shit, then just adjust, think about it in terms of your younger self. And there will be stuff, trust me, guys, trust me, settle down, Jeffrey. We will dive into some high level shit as well, of course. That's just how my mind works. But I will always ground this shit in something that an absolute beginner can take tonight so i just need to say that from the beginning if it seems like like i'm talking about some rudimentary stuff that's why for uh for those of you that are a little more advanced 
<clears throat> so yes, we, I will go back and forth with that email. However, I've got a place in my mind that I want to start with this. And when you when I think about a, a guy who's maybe done, uh, so this will probably need to be predicated upon, upon you actually knowing what the fuck you're doing in the day. As to what level, let's say, let's just say you're comfortable in the day. Let's just say maybe you're somewhere between, mm, somewhere between six to nine on the clock face. You're not 12 to three and you're not somewhere between three to six. Let's say you know what you're doing in the day and you're transferring across to the night because that actually brings up another whole question. That brings up a great question as to, well, when should a day gamer step over into night? Say that you're under 18 or you are 18 or, you, or you're living in a country where you can't go out until you're 21, aka the US, and you, all you've got is the day. When should that person step across when legally abiding, able, actually maybe not legally abiding because I've, I've told them, I've got into those stories before about guys that I know that have gone to such lengths to be able to go out at night, like 14 year olds going at night, 16 year olds going at night. Not that I'm condoning it, not that I'm responsible for any of you young guns that try and go out now as a result of hearing this, this story of me saying, holy shit, 14 year olds, 16 year olds going out at night. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that do that. However, I'm not, if anything happens to you, you not come back and blame it on me, all right? Uh, risk, risk at your own barrel, you know, it's your own thing if you want to do that. So, but when, when should a guy, you know, is, is it better? We've kind of started off in a weird backwards place here, but maybe we'll park that then we'll park that as to a question of when is it appropriate for a day gamer to step across night? That's not really where I want to start, but it's a good question. So I will park that. Leave you guys hanging. So, so where I really want to start is the number one big ticket here. If you're a day gamer going into the night, the biggest thing that you have to deal with is getting your mind mapped and wrapped around the new mindset, right? When we look at, because we, when we talk about these things, we talk about mindset and we talk about tactics. Now for a day gamer going into the night, the hardest thing for him to adjust and to adapt to is a new mindset. It's not tactics because day game by its very nature is very tactical. It's very tactical. It's very step-by-step. It's very... Uh, logical in that sense, very, uh, I'm not going to say algorithmic, but very structured. That's a better word. It's very structured. Not that it's rigid, not that the structure is rigid by any means. No, there's a lot of creativity to be had in the day, but definitely way more structured than the night. And so the mindset uh, going in will map to that as well, but more specifically, the tactics of day game are very structured. Now, when a day gamer goes across into the night, that goes out the fucking window. You're straight out the window. Let me reset this game. When I say it goes out the window, I mean it's a complete 180. It's complete reverse of what the day gamer's mind is used to. So, what is that? What is that difference in mindset? Well, it's essentially from one to one to one to all. The day game mindset is one to one. My bubble of concern is tiny, microscopic compared to the night. It's all relative here. I'm dealing on a one-to-one basis for the most part in regards to my skill set, in regards to the person that I'm reading in front of me. You know, it's one-to-one. However, when you step out into the night now, for a day gamer to do that, to go from that one-to-one mindset to one-to-all now, what does one-to-all mean? It means fucking marathon. It means skydiving. It means... You're going to take in a view here that you are not used to. Your bubble of concern, your BOC, is so fat, it's so wide, that it really fries the mind. It completely fucks you up mentally because it's it's so abnormal. It's just not what you're used to. Now, what's interesting about this is that while that is the biggest hurdle for a day gamer, 
is getting his mind wrapped around a new mindset. What is in favor of a day gamer going to night game is the tactic side of things. The tactics for a day gamer come way going into night come way more naturally because the tactics in the night are very rudimentary. They're very caveman. They're very loose. You know, if, if there was, if you take it for example here, let's bring it down micro for a second. You have to in the day be able to balance timing and pacing of open qualification investment close and all the different things that come with that. Uh, logical objection handling, looping, leading in microscopic situations, handling nuanced situations in a much more refined and gentlemanly way where you have a lot less margin for error. So your tactical skill set in the day, like if you fuck up the stop in the day, that can be it. Interaction's over. If you completely mess it up, that's it. Interaction's over. If you make small mistakes, like if if you completely overcook the qualification and you completely forget investment, never hearing from that girl again. Vice versa. If you completely underdo qualification, overdo investment, never hearing from that girl again, sees you as a friend. So as you can see, tactically, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces that have to be sequentially balanced and balanced in the right way. Now, that's not to say that there aren't tactics and aren't balance and aren't pacing and aren't timing. What, what are you saying? No, it is there. It is there. Chill. Jeffrey, chill. Okay? What I'm saying is that relative. Relative. Let's talk about relative terms here that it's just nothing. It's night and day. It's night and day. In, in the reverse scenario there where it's like it's in the day, the tactical skill set, if you've been able to do it, and this is what I had to say before, if you've been able to get your head wrapped around day game and you've been able to understand and in the moment get into that slow motion and acquire the slow motion skill set that I talk about again and again and again, which is where you want to get to, where you can start to see the interaction happening in slow motion. And what does that mean? If you're like an absolute beginner coming in, what does slow motion mean? Talking about matrix? Kind of. Kind of. What I'm really talking about there is that you can see when you've ticked off your open. You can see when qualification is done. You can see when investment is done. You can see when closing. And you're anticipating her responses and da-da-da. It's like you start as, you've seen pattern recognition. That's what I'm talking about. You've done this so much. You recognize the patterns. We're good here. We're good. Now, because you have your mind wrapped around that, Stepping into the night where I've got to do, I've got to, uh, I don't want to piss off guys that spend all the time in the night here. But if you, someone like me who's done a good amount of both, it's very clear. It's very clear that the tactical skill set in the night, your, let me say this, your margin for error is so much wider. You can make so many mistakes in the night. You don't have to be nearly as refined. In fact, I would recommend that you don't be nearly as refined. That, can, that would be one thing that will fuck up a day game and come into that. I'll park that. That's one thing. The over-refinement, the over-gentlemanliness, the, the overall care and concern for what other people are doing and thinking and how this is all reflecting upon you. Yeah, that, that starts to die into mindset. That will fuck you up as a day game and come into the night game. So to really tie this back in here, for a day gamer, the hardest thing is for you to just adjust from the one-to-one mentality to the one-to-all mentality. One-to-all. I don't think I fleshed that out enough before. One to all. What that means is that this is not a sprint. That from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m., you are going to be engaging everyone and that you're now going to start to see each and every single entity within your night as an addition to your night. I'd use the analogy of painting the wall in a, a couple of potos ago in the painting your wall mentality. You're not just painting one canvas now. No, you've got an infinity wall in front of you with an infinity bucket and you're just going to paint the shit out of this thing all night long and we're going to see where we go. Well, I want to see where we go here. That's what I'm talking about. And that mentality shift is so difficult. I remember when I was first, to give you guys my personal context, if you're not aware, 
I started off pure day game. Pure day game from ages end of 16, 17-ish to really, what was it, 20? 20? I think my first three to four years in learning about social dynamics was all day game, purely day game. Of course, from in Australia, you can't go out at night until you're 18 anyway. So my first year and a half had to be day game. But then even after that, because I got so accustomed to it, I was just really just batshit scared of going out at night. I would cry in my bed thinking about it. So it just like, it's, I don't think it was until I was like 20-ish that I started going out at night. And I remember when I first went out at night, I still remember my first night out. I remember Jordan taking me out for my first night out. I've spoken about this, but it's, it's good to bring back now just for the, uh, the context here. I remember saying to him, listen, I'm scared. Like I'm so, and this is when I was very adept at day game at this point. Like I already had my head well wrapped around day game. I said to him, listen, I acknowledge that there's probably a lot, because Jordan was going a lot, out a lot at night as well. And Matt would go out at night a lot as well. Roy would go out at night a lot as well. Roy did no day game. He was a full, full night game guy. And so I realized, and these guys would always tell their stories. They would always be telling these crazy fucked up stories of how near miss pulls, near miss this, crazy situation here, blowjob in the bathroom here, you know, just fucking in the backseat of this car. You don't even know whose car. It's like, it's, it's crazy shit that's happening at night. And I'm like, well, this shit never happens in the day. This shit never happens in the day. What are you talking about? And it's like crazy. You read these stories and they're like, Adam, what happened with you? I'm like, yeah, we had a nice cup of tea. <laughs> Now I'm just I'm saying that as a joke. I'm saying that as a fucking joke. Chill, my day gamers, because uh, <laughs> that makes it seem like day is such a bitch move. <laughs> we had a cup of tea. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I play. I play. Okay, because what you don't realize is that cup of tea leads to deep, deep. What's the word? What's the word? It's like deep exploration of someone else's. Really spirit. So in that, and that's something that shit just got real when I even said that. You know, a deep exploration of someone's spirit in the day over this cup of tea, over this meditation in the garden. And now it starts to seem, make day, night games seem like a piece of shit. Now it starts to seem that, seem like that, what, while, you know, now it's like, you know, say, see, I can oscillate. I can oscillate back and forth. This, of course, it's n- neither one is better than the other. It's what do you need more of? What do you like more of? So we will talk about that later as well. I know I'm jumping around a bit, but don't worry. I got this. Uh, I got this. Uh, I got this gyokuda. Let's keep my mind fresh with those. Uh, with those. With that thionine, theanine, with those uh, polyphenols. So yes, don't worry. We'll die. We will die. I've got my mind screwed on. But what I was going to say there is that maybe we'll come back towards the end as to how much night game a day game we should be doing. Maybe. Uh, to what frequency, to what volume, that stuff. But it, it's funny, like, you know, I just want to keep, keep things fun there. Yeah, it's like, there are, there are huge stark contrasts. So getting back to where I was I coming with that, the mindset of one to all, it's very different. It's very different from one, from painting one canvas to the infinity wall, very different. And so the tactics, we won't speak, or we will speak on tactical things, but I just want to say this. If you're a night game guy listening, it's funny how the same can be said, but in reverse, that a night gamer and we won't speak too much on the night game for a night game and going to day game. That's not what this potter is. Maybe we will do that. Maybe we'll do that in the next one if you guys want it. If you got or in a few more potters, whatever, let me know. But it's just something to be said here. This will help a day gamer understand the night game mentality more if I paint the reverse, which is that a night gamer, right? He absolutely struggles with the tactics in the day. But con- contrasting to the day, 
he's very good with the mindset. So while a day gamer struggles with crossing mindsets, a night gamer effortlessly, effortlessly, effortlessly makes that transition from night game mindset to day game mindset because in, in the night game mindset, his mind is so used to having to be expanded to extreme levels of extreme levels of comfort zone. His comfort zone is expanded so wide. He's used to taking in many, many different viewpoints, many different, his view of the world, if you want to look at it that way, is so much wider that to micro zoom that down, to bring that down into a into a microcosm of just one to one, you from going, here's what it is, to go from one to all to one to one is very easy to do. All you're doing is shrinking that comfort zone down. And I've said this before that, in the, in the grand scale of learning social dynamics, if you want to take it on this vague terms of zero to 10 of like your social skill set, 10 being maximum ability to be able to execute a social dynamic skill set and zero being inability, the, the absolute inability to be able to do so, right? If you know levels zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, it's easy for you to dial that back. It's easy for you to oscillate back to level five, level three, level two, based on the person in front of you. But if you're a level four or five and never been to level 10 or never been to level eight, it's very difficult to do because you just don't have that awareness. You, you've never experienced it before. It's the same thing for a night gamer that a night gamer can shrink his mindset down because he's so used to expanding that down to the one-to-one very easily. But what he very much struggles with is tactics now because in night, it is not structured and that you can make so many mistakes. There's crazy shit going on. There's 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 wing men and wing girls just fucking up, and there's alcohol and there's drugs and and there's uh, there's so many interrupting factors that can happen that your tactic is your mindset, so to speak, in the night. That's an interesting thing I just said there. Maybe we'll flesh that out later. You know, but what I, what that is to say is that you just don't have the need. You just don't have the need to have such a refined skill set of the what to do at night. And if you did, that would actually fuck you up, which is why you don't, which is why if you ever go out with someone who's very good at night, he will never have any rhyme or rhythm. Oof, I want to dive in on that for a second. If you go for, if you go out with a guy who's really good at night, what you'll notice is that there's very little rhyme or rhythm. And this is one of the things that pissed me off that first night. This is one of the things that pissed me off going out with Jordan for the first time is that what I noticed just out on the streets, just before we even got into the clubs, what I noticed is that there was no rhyme or reason to this at all. Whereas in the day, it's all rhyme, it's all reason. So as you can see, tactically, because I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent, it's like several tangents into several different tangents. But what I'm saying here is that for a night gamer who has very little rhyme or reason tactically when to cross over into the day, which requires all the rhyme, all the reason tactically, otherwise you will completely mess up. You can see that's a very hard transition to make. So it's like, it's very interesting. Once you understand that mentality, now, now we can start to talk a little more micro in terms of tactics for day gamers going into the night. But actually, it's, we will, it's like, it's both. It's both. We'll talk about multiple things multiple times at the same time. You know what it is. So, so getting, getting realigned back in here. And don't worry, we will dive back to Noah's emails, a few things, but when it pops up, when it pops up, not yet. So, the one-to-one mentality crossover to the one-to-all. How do you actually make that transition? How do you actually, for a day game and going out, so let's say you got a good handle on day game, it's going to be your first night out, and you're like, okay, cool, Adam, I understand that my mind is probably not going to be equipped with the right 
perspective to be able to handle what the night's going to throw at me. So how do I actually handle this? How do I actually tackle this? Well, slow and steady for sure. Well, let's build a bridge first. Let's not try and jump this river for sure. Now, of course, I'm saying a lot of my atomisms there. I'm saying a lot of my things that are just core things that you, if you know my content, you know what those mean. But I understand that if this is your first thing coming in, you don't know what let's build a bridge, not jump the river means. So let me flesh that out for a second. What that means in this example is that what a day gamer does when he goes into the night is that he doesn't make the mental transition to, oh, it's no longer me see a girl and go meet this one girl. And I'm, it's like a target. It's like, I'm going to load. It's like, it's like having a, it's like having a, a revolver, right? And you're just going to load round by round and you're going to fire it off single shot by single shot. That's the day game mentality required in the day. But that'll fuck, that'll completely bury you in the night because that's too slow paced. It's far too slow paced. And not only is it too slow paced, it's far too targeted in which that it's almost relying on this one interaction going well, right? Going, and when I say well, shit, her receiving you well to the point where you actually want to continue the interaction. Now that seems like, that seems like, but don't, shouldn't that be the case? Like when in the day is it not received well? Because by the very nature, if you're doing day game correctly, it's always received well. The, in the, how many years I've been doing day game for? Since 17. So I'm almost 25. So in the last seven to eight years of doing day game, I can count on a on maybe two hands the amount of times I've received a negative reaction in the day across seven to eight years. If you, if you have your head screwed on, if you actually know what you're doing, if you actually look into people's content, they know what they're doing, and you're not being a dick, it's very hard to receive a negative reaction. Now, I don't, now some guys might be thinking, bruh, bruh, I go out all the time, I get negative reactions. Your idea of what negative is might be different because you might be dealing with a whole bunch of limiting beliefs in which that, oh, her not getting down on two knees and, and, and just praising you like a god, anything less than that, that's negative to a lot of guys. So, you know, a lot of guys, if, if they didn't get the number, that's negative. They didn't get the instant date, that's negative. This completely, their perspective is so far off. What I'm talking about is a girl who's actually unhappy with the situation. Whereas at night, <laughs> you should expect, it's like you should expect that girls are going to be unhappy with this. Now, I say that tongue-in-cheek. I say that with a, with a beautiful smile on my face that I don't actually mean go in there expecting this to go badly, poorly, unwell, uh, unreceived received in an unhappy way. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm what that means is that there's a something of a half truth behind that which is that more often than not at night, especially at the beginning of the night, people are going to be pretty icy. People are going to be pretty cold. People are people's walls are a lot more a lot more up, especially attractive girls because they're used to every Tom, Dick and Harry coming up trying to get his cock wet. Okay, so you got to be adjust your mindset. So coming back to the mindset here of the one round in the chamber or just one shot at a time. I mentioned something interesting there about pacing, which we will need to talk about, but I just need to, maybe I'll just give me a second here. I said that it was too slow. It's far too slow. For sure, it's far too slow. When you come into the night now, you're no longer just going to be looking into a club. So the day gamer walks into the club and what he sees is a whole mass of human beings 
but he selectively picks out the 10s. He selectively picks out the 8s, 7s, and 9s, and 10s, girls that he thinks are attractive, whatever that is to him, and he will actively bide his time, wait for the opportune moment in which that, yes, now I'm going to meet her. Yes, now is the time to go and approach her. And he'll saddle up. Him and get himself with the Marines. He gets his balls together and he goes over there and walks over. Susie, what's good? And that's that's his style of operating because that's what happens in the day. That is the mindset in the day that you see the girl you like and you meet the girl you like. You don't you don't have any concern with anyone around you. You have no concern for where she's going after this. You have no real concern of where she came from before this. It's this one-to-one, not only one-to-one human being space in terms of physical space, but it's also one-to-one in terms of time, in pacing, in energy. It's one-to-one. So it's very difficult. It's very different, just different now and difficult, but different and difficult to now go in for a day game of what he needs to do now. So tagging back, tactical here, when you say, okay, what does a day game need to do to switch this mindset? Well, what a day gamer needs to do is to go from one round in the chamber and one shot at the time to belt fed. Right? He needs to swap out his Smith & Wesson 365 revolver and go in for some M60E4 absolute machine gun belt fed style where he has unlimited ammunition, where it's just like, just the whole, you know, it's that type of mentality in which that, oh, I'm not, no, no longer am I selectively waiting and biding my time to go and pick out this one girl. Now I'm going to entertain this nightclub as if it is all one entity. As if, if you want to take it real rudimentary, this one nightclub is one interaction. That one-to-all mentality is all you need to do is just switch your mind around that. Now what does that actually mean? Well, what that actually means is that instead of sitting in the corner, Steve, instead of waiting in your chode crystal, Jeffrey, now, if you see someone walk by, grab them by the fucking shirt and say, how's it going? My name's Adam. If you see the bartender there, you go and say hi. If you, you talk to the bodyguard, the uh, doorman at the front, you talk to the girl who's checking off the list. You talk to the very first best person, that person. You go up to the, this table of people where, you know, you can loosely pick out that there are attractive girls. But you don't know exactly which one it is you're going after. It's this overall mindset. Now, I mentioned this before, and I have to counter back here. I often have mentioned in different potos that is it a good idea for a beginner to go in with this mentality of let's see what happens. No, it's not. Why? Because it's going to bury him. But this is not an absolute beginner, is it? So this is, there may have been some more high, higher level guys listening to this thinking, but hang on a second. Like This sounds like what we would do, Adam. This sounds like what someone who's been doing this a little bit of time knows, well, I can just go up to a group of random people, just engage, and I'll eventually find my way around to Miss Attractive Girl. Yes, I get that. And I would not be recommending an absolute beginner in general do this, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a day gamer going into the night. He has experience with cold approach. He has experience. Like these entities are not so separate. They're not so separate in which that it's completely, completely separated. It's not the complete, uh, such a separation to the point where it's like nothing transfers across. No, because like I said before, there are one, there's one big thing that each guy brings across to the other that does come across well. So a day game guy, I'm very happy for him who has experience in the day to go into the night 
and to not have so much of a regimen, but to just switch his mindset from one to one to one to all. And one to all means I'm engaging absolutely everyone. My mind is now. Now, and this is a good time to talk about pacing. This is a great, hold on, let me just get some water. Oh, this is a great time to talk about pacing now because, because that's the next thing that'll fuck up a day gamer is the pacing and timing of micro interactions, but also the macro night in general. Day gamers seem to get real tired in the night. They get real fucking tired. I remember the same for me. I remember like, how the fuck do you guys go out for so long? Like, how does someone rock up at his mate's place? Shit, that's good water. Shit. Uh, Same setup as last time. Um, Good water, good water, lemon, cinnamon, Himalayan rock salt, and ginger. There you go. Sliced ginger, fresh, same as lemon, fresh, organic sun. Okay, anyways, timing and basic endurance. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys go out for, how do you meet up at some dude's place for pre-drinks at 8 p.m. and you're talking to people there and you're having interactions there and then you get home at 4 a.m.? How the fuck does that happen? And it's like, it, it didn't make sense to me until this idea of flow started to come in. If you don't, and actually this can go the same for night gamers. Night gamers and guys that are very poor at night game, they will often talk about getting drained and not being able to last very long at night, not sexually, maybe as well, but more so just within the macro of the night because they don't learn to manage their pacing and timing very well. And so this is where I want to dive into this next. Let me reset. In the day, what is the timing? The timing in the day is that, well, you essentially have almost all the time in the world with this girl if her 50s there. It's really on you to decide when this interaction ends or not. If you've got the correct handle on looping, logical objection handling, and you know how to lead this interaction, you decide when the interaction ends. That's how a good day game interaction ends. However, in the night, your concept of timing and the mental timer you have within your your own psychology is very, very different. It's very different. In fact, in the point where it's like, it's almost apples and oranges. It's almost like you can't compare it because in, in the day, the timer starts the moment you see the girl. Your timing and pacing of the interaction begins the moment you see her. And it ends, and, and this is more important, it doesn't end and doesn't take a pause ever until the interaction physically ends. So what does that actually mean? What that means crossing over to night is that, let's take for example, you rock up into this nightclub, and the very first thing, maybe you spoke to you spoke to the door girl, she checked you off, you got your hand stamped, you paid you 20 bucks, whatever, you walked in, you spoke to the first few people, just like, hey, how's it going, hey, how's it going, hey, how's it going, you know, you had a couple of five second interactions, that's cool, boom, then all of a sudden this girl rolls up and like with a couple of her friends, like, hey, who the fuck are you, stand in front of her, I talked to her for a second, now, the timer began with her the moment I saw her, yes, very similar to the day, however... The timing of my interaction with her can take a pause at any moment. At any given moment with a girl in the night, you can hit pause. And because if it's if it's a club that you've that you've gone into, especially if it's a more upper class club, which you paid a, a reasonable door entry to get into, most of these people are gonna be here for a while. It's not like in the day where this girl's got somewhere to go afterwards, or this girl has to go in five, ten minutes, or you only want the interaction of the day to go to five for five to ten minutes. Even on an instant day, unless this is like a fucking blow your mind, Jolie style girl, Africa baby, couple little kids baby, right? Unless it's that type of girl, in which case you're going to go on a two hour instant day, three hour instant day. Maybe you're going to go see each other all fucking day. 
right? That's rare though. That doesn't happen all the time. That's going to be a pretty special girl for you to want to do that and drop the rest of your day to go spend the rest of the day with this girl. But, you know, it's generally speaking, shorter interactions of the day and they have a very sequential, logical, step-by-step timing process. But in the night, I can rock up on this girl. I can rock up on this girl named Jenny. And this happens all the time. I'm thinking of, uh, for those of you in Melbourne, thinking of ABCs, like if you just know the structure of that bar, if you know the structure of that bar slash club, because it has got a bit of a club dance floor vibe, when you walk through, for those of you, when you walk through the entrance, there's like seating and places where you can eat at the beginning of the night. And uh, you can walk through that and you often pick up just quick interactions there as you walk through. And then there's the bar and there's often big lines of people waiting to get drinks and there's the dance floor next to it. Now, in order to get to the balcony, in order to get to the quieter area, which is where you spend most of your time interacting with people because you can actually speak, you often run through hordes of attractive girls that are lining up to get their drinks. Now, what I'll often do is that when I walk into, when I, when I'm, because you, obviously you're going to have to say that to get around them, you're going to have to say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, as you're kind of shrimping your way through the bar, trying to get around people. You're slipping and ripping, getting around people and uh, just trying not to get drinks poured on you. But you will often stumble across a girl that you like. Now, getting back to the timing of things, you know, I see a girl that I like and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to stand right in front of her. I'm like, yo, who the fuck are you? What's up? My name's Adam. Oh, my name's Jenny. What's good? We're talking about this. Who are you here? Oh, this is my friend Gabrielle. This is my friend Jenna. Da-da-da. Okay, this is cool. Girls, what's up? Now, am I going to, in the day, the day mindset is fucking hook in. The day mindset is hook in right here and spend as much time and come bring this to a close. Bring this to a... In the day, you would never approach a girl and during, say, qualification go, all right, well... I'll come back and see you in five minutes, right? You would never do that. You would never say, well, okay, this has been good. This has been real, but I'm just going to go over here. Me and my mates are going to go over. I'm going to go check out my mate for a second. I'm going to like go shop with my mate for half an hour and then I'll come back and we'll, we'll reconvene this. No, you follow the interaction the whole way through. Open qualification investment, close, done. But in the night, no, I'm going to, often the time, often the time, you're going to meet up. You're going to see this girl very early on in the night. And the clock starts there. However, you meet her friends initially. You meet her. You establish a great vibe. You get on a high note with her. But then you realize, oh, this is not this one round at a time, slow-paced, targeted mentality. No, this is a belt-fed style mentality of, oh, everyone, 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 everyone. Because this girl could leave the club at any time, but she might be here for the rest of the night. I don't really know. And at this stage in the night, I don't really care. Because there's another 20, 30, 40 attractive other girls that I need to go speak to and their friends and their friends. Because I'm going to infuse myself as an organic being within this environment. If you take that mentality of that, instead of being this guy walking through people, trying to meet people, no, now I am people. I am people. Instead of trying to meet people, I am people. That's a fundamental cross analogy, reference, difference in mentality that you need to get your head wrapped around, which sounded real good then. It came off real nice. So bring it back down to this analogy. So say, yeah, I made, uh, I made this guy, I made, I, made, I made fucking Jenny here in the line and she got three of her friends and I'm just like, bang, 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 introduced myself to all three of them, all four of them. I just get maybe one or two pieces of chop going back and forward. You know, like, you know I might just qualify for a little bit. Oh, this is a great thing. This is a great question. I get this question all the fucking time. Adam, 
Does your day game process apply to the night? Does open qualification investment close apply to the night? Yes, it does in principle, but not in timing. And this is fucking perfect. Get yourself, dial in here. Fucking dial in here. Put down the vacuum. Put down your oats. Put down your, put down your bloody pillow. Whatever you're holding. But I don't know. Whatever you're holding, just put it down and, and get yourself focused here, which is that. Who's holding a pillow while watching these podcasts? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know, maybe you guys hug pillows while you listen to this podcast. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> it's just funny, like imagine some guy just like just rocking in his bed listening to this podcast, holding a pillow, just a fluffy pillow. <laughs> Hopefully that's none of you guys. Hopefully that's none of you guys. Holy shit, that's funny. Anyways, okay, moving on. Stay focused here, Adam. Stay in the pocket. Okay. Yes, by and large, the principles of open qualification investment clothes all apply in the night in the same way they do in the day. Just not in timing because of exactly what I'm talking about right here, which is why I got hyped then because this is an organic way of building this in. The difference is, which is that in the timing of now that I've I've done, so look, if you want to look at, if you guys, the OGs that know my day game system really well, whether you've got the toolbox of game or you've Skyped with me or you're my, um, or you're a bootcamp student listening to this. So yes, look at it there. I open them just like I normally would have, right? Intense the same. Now, do you need to be verbally as direct as you do in the day versus the night. I've got whole videos on this. No, of course you don't. In the night, you don't need to be as nearly verbally direct. You don't. You can be, by all means, if you're feeling it and it's congruent with how you're feeling right now and you just want to go up to go and say, listen, I saw you across the floor and I think you look real cute. I had to come say, hey, my name's Adam. That's fine as well. You can go with that. However, it's not necessary. It's not necessary as it is necessary in the day to separate yourself from buskers, charity workers, salesmen, right? You don't... It's, it's understood that if you're a random guy coming up to a random girl in the club, it's pretty obvious you want to get your cock wet. So we all get that. Okay, we all get that. So you know, it's not necessary, but look at it there. So in the principles, I open these girls in this line just fine. I open them fine. Now, of course, my vibe is always super direct. It's always like, yeah, I'm a masculine being. You're a feminine being. I'm coming at you, stepping at you with fire. Okay, and of course, my intent, that's my intent. See if a sexy girl, I'm going to speak to a sexy girl. And then, of course, everything else is going to flow through that. Eyes are going to be there. Vocals are going to be there. Body language is going to be there. Vibes going to be there. Okay, sweet. That's the same as it is in the day. Now, in terms of what happens after next, lads, tell me next. What happens after the open? Qualification. Qualification is the same. When I'm talking to these girls, I said before, yeah, I'm going to shoot off a few rounds of qualification. I'm just going to speak my mind to set up the frame that this is, in fact, a masculine to feminine interaction. This is not some friendly shit. This is not me trying to... Uh, gain your approval or gain your pleasing. No, I'm just going to say whatever the fuck's in my mind and you're going to qualify to that. Whether you agree or disagree, that's perfect. Either way, that's fine. Oh, yeah, hey, Jenny, you, you and your, you look like kind of like the little lamb of this group. You've got the older sister here. You've got like the bitchy auntie. Is that how it's going on right here? No, it's not. I'm the fucking this. I'm the... F- okay, great. Qualification. Boom, they're qualifying to me already. Or it's like, yes, I am this. This is what I'm talking... So same shit in the day. Same shit in the day. That's all fine, but this is where the difference comes now in terms of timing, that normally in the day, once I realize qualification is done and this girl's attracted to me because either, one, she hasn't moved, as in she's locked in here with me physically, her body is grounded with me, or she's actually verbally giving me, that's a physical sign, or she's giving me the verbal sign that she's qualified and ready for investment now, which is in fact that she started to ask me questions. No one who wants to leave starts to ask you questions. No one who, no one says to you, yeah, so what do you do for work? 
Uh, and they're just like walking off as they're asking that question. Okay. So there's verbal indications of qualifications done, ready for investment. It's also physical. You guys get a whole bunch of tactical shit right here. This is good. So now normally what would happen is that once qualifications recognized, I will now slide into investment. Now, this is the big difference between the day and the night, at least in mentality of timing, which is that at night, I don't need to slide into investment here. I can pause the interaction here if I need to. And because of the situation, it's a pumping, it's a pumping bar line, which I'm not even really supposed to be having conversations in any way. Like the, the, uh, if the, if the security notices, they'll probably get you to move on because they want the line to keep moving. But this is not the area to be talking. There's an area for that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to recognize situationally awareness that this is not a great place to go into investment with this girl because she's her and her friends. They're fucking trying to vibe. They're about to get their drinks. They're talking about what drinks they're, you know, they're a little bit distracted. There's not a good time for investment. So I'm going to hit pause on this interaction and I'm going to go, yo, listen, Jenny, this has been real. This has been great. I'm going to keep moving on, but I'll catch you later in the night. Boom. Done. Interaction ended. Now, a lot of you guys, let's pause there because that was really quick. What just happened there? I walked into this interaction. I followed it just like normal. Opened them, great. All right, intense there. Everything's there. Qualification, great. This is fantastic. Why would Adam leave that? Because of now the overall mindset of one to all that I'm not going to try and drain this interaction out at the beginning of the night until there's just, just no, no juice left. Because it's just like, it's not... Your return on investment here is so low. Whereas if I reconvened with these girls half an hour later, 60 minutes later, once I've talked to a lot of other people and that they're now in the quieter area so that I can get real investment going and I can really start to lead towards a pool, lead towards a close, lead towards me and her getting into a deeper bubble together. Look at that versus me trying to somehow close this girl in this line in which that it's not real. Not only is it not feel right, but it, the chances of it being a solid reflection of whether this girl is actually going to respond to you, like, you know, because you might think about, well, how, let's just for argument's sake, say I tried to close her then and there. You know, I might, it's like, I'm not going to, there's no chance of me taking her away from her friends in that time. Girls at the beginning of the night, they're not getting taken away by their friends. They will, they will grab their friends by the hand and come with you if that happens. They will, if, if she's like really down, but even then, even so, like this is so early on in the get. You don't, you don't want, and also this is another thing, especially at night, you want to make things as easy as possible for the girl to say yes, easy as girl, easy as possible for the girl to feel as comfortable as possible. You just want to make things easy. You want to put up the least amount of barriers and hurdles for a girl to jump over. And that's too many hurdles at the beginning of the night to ask a girl who's still probably relatively sober. And when I say sober, I actually mean that more emotionally sober. You know, whether she's drinking or not, all girls pretty much, I don't know that many girls that are actually sober in a club, but you know, like what I mean, emotionally sober, I mean like she's still in fish mode. She's still uh, getting accustomed to the fact that, oh, we're actually here to party and she's not quite in party mode yet. It's too much to ask for her to, to dive into this rigid way of closing that we know from the day. Well, what would be rigid, not rigid in the day, but rigid if you take the mentality of closing from the day which means I have to close right here and right now. That's not what we're doing now. What we're doing now is that I'm going to hit pause in this interaction by saying to her, this has been great. This has been lovely. I love the sparkle in your eyes right now. You're blowing my fucking mind. However, I'm going to go step over into this other area of the club. I catch you later on, yeah? And then what always happens is that you leave her with the sparkle in her eyes. You leave her with that anime bubble in her eyes 
And so the next time you see her, you've left her on this high note, the comedian's high note, as they call it, going out on a high note that the next time you see her, her last memory of you, oh, that was that cool guy that at the start of the night came up to me and my friends. He was great with my friends. He was great with me. He had this great energy and aura about him. So of course that should be the same now when he comes up to me. So the barriers are even lower when you come to see her again. So I know we went hard on that because we had to. Because we had to, we had to go hard on that. But that right there in a very micro way paints a very big difference in mentality in that you you not only can, but you must learn to hit pause on interactions in the night. Now, I have to hit a caveat on this because now you might be thinking, but Adam, so does that mean that I never finish any interactions ever? No, no, Jeffrey, don't, don't be so ridiculous. What are you doing? <laughs> <coughs> Oh shit, I just swallowed a sweet <coughs> swallowed a seed. <coughs> Motherfucker. <coughs> it's because I was half laughing while drinking. Oh shit, that's what you that's what you get for organic. That's what you get for getting these seeds, these lemon seeds. There we go, I took my sweet time with that one. Oh shit. Okay. Let's not choke to death while filming a potter. Oh shit. <coughs> also some water went down the wrong pipe there okay so no jeffrey this does not extrapolate to the entire night i was talking about a microcosm at the beginning of the night in mentality in which that you now need to adjust to this idea of stop and start pausing leaving things on a high note because we're now coming from the one to all mentality which means that there is no requirement to spend 10 15 20 30 minutes with one person and try it's not even that it's the idea that you have to close this person here and now. That is the day game mentality, which will fuck you up in the night. It will fuck you up because not only is that way too much pressure for someone who's coming in sober, because you shouldn't be doing night game uh, under the influence if you are doing it for social development, development. If you are, I've said this a million times before, go back to the alcohol potter using alcohol to meet women. My stance on this is that, and I'll say it real quick here, Want to go too long on this at all. My stance is that if you are in this for social development, social skill set, cultivation, you should not be under the influence of anything. Nothing but good vibes and good energy. I don't talk, not talking about nootropics, not talking about anything that alters your state in any way, shape, or form that you cannot self-generate. You must be able to self-generate your own your own psychology, your own emotional good state, good vibe, good feeling. Okay? That's that's if you want to work on this shit. If you don't want, if you're not working on skill set, by all means, yeah, hop on them pills, baby. Hop hop on that. Get yourself a sniff of that old that old Coca Cola. All right, whatever you want, do whatever the fuck you want. Just do no, never intertwine that with I'm actually changing who I am fundamentally in the core. Okay, <clears throat> so it's a microcosm, Jeffrey. It's a microcosm that at the beginning of the night. It's it's now this idea that it's one to all. And so let me, I just want to tag back because that's actually a good, um, what I'm referencing there. Why is that so specific, that story? Because it's a real story. So maybe I'll just flow on to the rest of the story with that. So what happens with that girl is that 60 minutes later, while me and my boys are in this other area of the club, bar slash club, you know, I got a few different guys in different areas that they're, he, okay, listen, um, Steve is talking to this girl, Roy's talking to these girls, Chenny's talking to these girls, whatever. P did's talking to these girls over here. And uh, Matt's with these like random group of people and I'm diving in and out. I'm, ba- I'm bouncing between interactions. I'm talking to a whole bunch of different people. Some people I'm, 
I'm getting in a little bit more on. I'm testing the water. I'm seeing like, am I hitting targets here? And that's the other mentality with the belt. That's the other thing with the belt fed mentality, which is that because you're spraying interactions so much, you're talking to so many people, you're getting a very good idea for the temperature of the room, for the temperature of the people within the room. So you can start to see when is a good time to dive into a little bit more investment with these types of girls, with these types of people. Because you can meet girls at the beginning of the night that are absolute fish, that are absolute fish, that are just the most boring, uninteresting, low-key, no idea who the fuck they are. Just like, I don't want to speak to these people. So you speak to them for 10 seconds just to get yours off and just to give them a little good energy as well, a little parting gift. But you can come back to them 60 minutes later and their temperature is completely different. They are now some of the funnest people you'll meet all night. Now, if you're if you're the type of guy, day game guy coming in, trying to close those girls at the beginning of the night, you're going to feel shit. You're going to feel terrible because like, well, I spent all this time with these people that I just fish, right? And I completely overdid it. And it's like, it almost lowered my state. It lowered my psychological, emotional feelings to the point where I didn't even want to speak to anyone after that because I got shut down by these like these fish girls, right? So yeah. That's why you don't want to have that mentality. You want to be able to move on, press start, press pause, resume, get back in here, dive in a little more with these people. And so that's the bell-fed mentality. You get an idea for the temperature a lot better. So that's where I want to wrap up the timing and the pacing of things. Now, let's go on to physiology. Let's go on to physicality here. I think this is where we're going to tie into Noah. We're tying a little on Noah. So... Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. Physicality. Let's go on this. So I'm going to reference back to his story here. So he was at a block party and he was going in sober. And what he noticed is that girls, girls were interested in him trying to grind on him, but because he was sober, he could not pull the trigger to grind and go for it. Okay. So that's a big thing that I talked about the comfortability, comfortability, comfortability with kind of skipping a few vowels there. Comfortability. of someone who does mostly day game interactions going into the night in which in the day physicality is on the minimum. In fact, physicality is so low in the day as to what is required and what is recommended. Now, what is that for those of you that are unenlightened? Uh, Almost zero. Like a handshake at the beginning, a little extended handshake. That's good. A hug at the end for sure. Do you need to kiss the girl in the initial interaction? Nope. Do you need to have sex with a girl in the initial, initial interaction? Nope. Do you need to put her arm around? Do you need to get into a tight space? Do you need to have your hand on the, on her neck? Nope. Nope. Not at all. That's completely, completely uncalibrated to the situation, environment, temperature of the girl in front of you. But in the night, it's physicality is almost a prerequisite because, because of what's not there. This is the trade-off. The trade-off in the day is that while you don't have to worry about physicality, you now need to be hyper aware of verbality, 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 your verbals, the linguistics, linguality, all right, what you're actually saying. You need to be far more aware of that. So there's the trade-off. But in the night, while you don't have to be so concerned of your linguistics, you can say very little in the night. And pretty much most of your meat and potatoes of how your leading is going to be done is through physicality. Because let's be honest here, a lot of the time at night, until you get to maybe the second venue of her 
out on the street with her into a really secluded part of a club or a bar where you can actually hear each other really well, most of the time, linguistics don't come to the very end. Or at least until you guys have already established some form of connection here that we actually we actually like each other. Now, how does that happen? How does that happen for a day gamer if he sucks at physicality, aka Noah here, who just doesn't feel comfortable getting physical with a girl when now what he's used to is that Whoop, hold up, reset. When now he's coming from a world where linguistics is the way that we connect verbally to understand each other, to get a read on each other, to get a vibe for each other. But now I'm coming into a world where that currency is now the complete opposite. The currency of really understanding each other and really getting to know each other now comes primarily through the transference of physical exchange. Of where it comes through, it's dark. Look at the environment. It's dark. It's not brightly lit. There's not daylight. It's like, at the most, it's soft red amber lighting, at the most, okay? Most of the time, it's blaring lights. Most of the time, it's almost no lights, okay? And you're making out silhouettes. You're making out eye light. You're making out all these reflections and shit. So you got that. But let's say you do move to uh, a quieter area of the bar where you can at least, I want to say quieter, I don't mean quiet because it's never quiet, but quieter, and you can at least get into each other's ears and start to understand that type of stuff, even then, it doesn't, she, it's very unlikely she's going to grasp the depths of your vocal tonality and the nuances within the inflictions of what you're giving emphasis to on each individual word. That is not going to come across very well. I'm not saying it's not there at all. No, your vocals do have to be grounded. They do have to be centered, but that's about it. Like, like there's a, if... If you're saying to her, so I'm, I've got, I'm up in a girl's ear, I'm up in Jenny's ear, and I'm saying, uh, you fucking Disney princess, right? She is not going to be able to ascertain the slight pause between fucking and Disney. She's not going to be able to ascertain that you fucking did. And, and so what does that indicate in the day? If someone was actually able to hear that and indicate that pause, is that, oh, this guy is so present in the moment that he's just kind of putting these things together. He's like got this rawness to him. He's got this kind of, I don't give a fuck kind of thing. Like that's what that pause indicates. Because it's just like, man, I'm just going to say it, right? It's like, fuck. It's like raw. However, in the night, she's not going to be able to hear that. All she's going to really be able to, on a conscious level, understand about your verbals is whether they are centered and grounded. The pausing and the nuances, that's a huge nuance I just mentioned. She's not going to get that. So in a world where the currency was once that pause in between Disney and f- fucking and Disney, <laughs> where that once was the currency and that you that has a lot of weight, that currency is, is valued at a much higher rate in the day, it's now downgraded. And what's now upgraded and valued much more is your ability to be comfortable within her physical space. Now, what does that mean? That means connection of hip to hip. This is one of the biggest things, Noah, that I see guys that come across from the day to night and that I struggled with big time is that our conversations within the physical space now need to get closer. The day game mindset is that we have, it's not a big space. It's not like you're fucking meters away yelling at each other, but it's like, it's, it's like, Enough so that she knows you're not afraid to be in her space, but you're not in her grill. You you can't tell what she had for breakfast, right? It's, it's not that close. Now it is. 
And it's such a big difference to get your head around, which is that, well, now my interactions are now not going to be from, let's say, uh, an extended arm's length. We could say that. We could say from a handshake length, uh, like a cl- not handshake length because that would extend. That's a little too extended. But let's say an arm's length. Let's let, let's say that maybe a little bit more than that. Depends on your reach, of course. But let's say that a day game interaction is just longer than arm's length away. So you're definitely not hip to hip. Your hips are nowhere near each other. Okay. In the night, now you need to reverse that mentality. And this is now tactics here. You look at this block party with Noah getting comfortable. You have to get comfortable in hip to hip. In that, in the night, if you aren't willing to get hip to hip with a girl, and that might be on a 45, like in terms of like you two are kind of like a V, you can't, if you were to look, take a bird's eye view on you two, you're kind of standing out, looking out into the club, looking out into the bar, but you're still hip to hip. It might be frontal. It might be that now, okay, I'm instigating this interaction in which that I've got her, her, she's got her arms around my neck. I've got my arms around her hips and we're hip to hip that way. Or maybe it's, it's front to back. Maybe it's spoon hip to hip. It's all hip to hip though. And that's my point here is that I remember like on night game boot camps is something that my guys will hear me yelling in the back of their ears, hip to hip, hip to hip, hip to hip, get your hips next to hers. Because no matter how good your verbal game is, your linguistics are, it's not registering. It's just not. It's just the environment is against you. So what you have to do is adjust your mentality and go, okay, well, let's not put so much weight on the linguistics and let's put way more weight into the physicality. So we come in with Noah him. How do we get more comfortable with the physicality? Well, it's experience. It's straight up experience. If you don't have any experience getting hip to hip with a girl, you're going to feel like a fish out of a fish out of fucking water. Okay, you're going to feel like this is like so alien, so abnormal. Like why would I talk to someone with my hip on their hip? It just doesn't feel right at the beginning. But then as you do it more and more and more, what you'll notice is that it doesn't feel right not doing this and that you start to, as you do this more and more, Jeffrey, what you start to notice is that this becomes your normal mode of operation in which that none of my conversations have anything less than hip to hip. If anything, lip to lip is where we're now wanting to be spending almost all our interactions as we start to dive in deeper with a girl. But at an absolute minimum, hip to hip. Let me dive down back into his message here uh, because I feel like we wrapped that, that, that up nicely. That's just one thing that a day gamer needs as is on his guide tonight. It's just that close that distance, close that gap, force yourself, force yourself to get uncomfortable, comfortable doing the uncomfortable, get comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to, it's just like a, it's a mental thing you have to get over. And if I was a guy really struggling with that, and at first I did, all I would do is I'll go out for an entire night and that's all I focus on. That's all I focus on. And that's all you guys should be reading off of me here. That's all you guys should be reading off of me, which is that, Jesus Christ, I do not need the Adelaide Donut Shop following me on Instagram right now. I appreciate it, but you're fucking with my notes. You're fucking with my, <laughs> well, not my notes, my email. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. So, <laughs> the Adelaide Donut Shop. I was pissed off a potential sponsor. Not that I'd have a donut. I don't need donuts. I don't need donuts, all right? I know, and let's not get into the donut podcast here, okay? Let's stay focused. Um, that's what you guys should be taking from this is that the way that you fix things in micro, such as, okay, undervaluing versus overvaluing the currency of what's required in each environment, the way that you actually implement that into your actual skill set is by spending an entire night working on the one thing. You don't go out... If, if you're like listening to this and going, taking 
taking voracious notes, which you should be doing. I'm not faulting you on that. But if you think you're going to take every single little thing that I've said in this potter, and it might seem like gold, it's like, yeah, I've got to work on this mentality. I've got to work on this thing. I've got to work on this thing. There's so many things I've got to work on. No, no, you can't do that because you're going to get buried and you'll fuck, you'll fucking freak your mind out. You will overwhelm yourself. You will drown yourself when you go out. I'm going to say the mic. Sorry for those of you listening. You will, you will drown yourself if you try and work on everything at the same time. No, pick one thing across 30 days and every single 30 nights here and every single night work on one little different thing. So if you struggle with hip to hip and getting within the physical space and getting comfortable controlling your physicality, then you just spend all night working on that. That's all you do. That's the way you you handle this shit. I'm glad I, I probably should have mentioned that earlier. But let's be honest, guys that are actually going to go out and take action, you're probably still listening. So that's that's good. So I'm coming back to Noah's message here. Uh, it's really frustrating because I knew they wanted, I knew, I knew they wanted me for a moment, but I just felt so uncomfortable grinding. Yeah, that's just getting comfortable. Um, also look at it here. He's saying that this was his first try at night game. So of course you're uncomfortable. Of course, this is not normal for you. So of course it's like, that's what you should expect. <laughs> there should be no questions about that. There should be no frustration. It's like, he says, yeah, it was really frustrating. I, I can understand why it would be frustrating if your ego is wrapped up in this, if your ego is involved in this. For me, it's like, it should be like enlightening. It should be, it should be rewarding to know that you know where to work on. It shouldn't be frustrating that you are not accustomed to valuing a different currency. Like, it's like, that's like saying, that's like if you're an Australian going over to the US and you get frustrated at using their currency because we don't have dimes and quarters and and one dollar bills, right? We don't have that shit here. So you wouldn't get frustrated about that though. You would go, oh, this is just different. I need to learn about this. Okay. So let's move on. Uh how how personally, how do you get over this hump of just becoming the guy that can connect on this physical level immediately in the night setting while sober? So let me touch on that for just a quick second here. He used a key word there that will fuck you up. The key word, can you guys did you guys pick it up? Let me give you a second. Let me give you a second. Actually, let me say it again just in case I said that too quickly. Listen to what he said. How do you get over this hump of just becoming the guy that can connect on this more physical level immediately in the night setting while sober? Now, which word there will fuck you up and fuck him up for the rest of his nights to come if he doesn't change this mentality? Just think about it while I get some water. Think about it. It's pretty obvious. Well, it's obvious to me, so maybe I shouldn't say that. It's pretty obvious. Okay, haven't got it yet? Let me spill the beans. The word immediately will fuck you up. Listen to what he said. How do you overcome this hump? of getting comfortable on a physical level, connecting with people physically immediately while sober in the night. No one, no one could. No, no one starts off the night comfortable on a physical level in the night, even if you are pinging off, even if you are under the influence of other things. Even those people need a little time to get used, get into their bodies, to get into the physicality of things. So what he just said there, what, did that, what does that say to me? What that says to me is that his expectations are so far off. His idea of when and how, the timing, the pacing of how things should come and go in the night is so far off. 
Hold up, let me reset here. His expectations of how things should play and the timing of the play is just so far off. If you think that as a sober guy who's never done night game before, going into a block party with fucking crazy and you've got girls grinding up around you and you now are expected to get into this grinding kind of vibe and you think that's just going to come immediately? No, no, of course not. Stop being ridiculous. No, that's ridiculous. How could you ever expect that? And the idea that you expect that, that tells me everything I need to know about the rest of your night. The moment I hear see, hear someone say that, I'm like, oh, I could tell you how the rest of your night goes. The rest of your night goes is that you shut yourself down because you've set the criteria for success and your expectations so fucking high that you could never succeed. I would never place that expectation on myself, not even today. Let alone day one Adam versus 10, seven year, eight year Adam. I would never give either one of those dudes this criteria. Okay, okay, here you go, here you go, Adam. Here you go. Whether, let's just take it for the extreme. Let's take day one Adam, day one night game Adam. We're going to this block party, whole bunch of girls going off, sexy girls going off. Now, what I'm going to get you to do, and what I want you to focus on, is getting immediately physically comfortable grinding up with girls. Okay, can you do that for me? You do that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about? No. I would never do that to him because it's the reason why, like, that's it. You take care of that's it. No, of course not, because that's a dickhead move. That's such a dickhead move because theoretically, theoretically, peaches and cream. Theoretically, that's all well and good. Theoretically, day one Adam can go, okay, so I just got to get. You mean I don't even have to worry about what to say too much and I can just focus on moving my body and just getting into the... Yeah, I'm pretty good with that. I, I'm okay with that. I can. I think I can do that. I think that seemed a little less scary than having to be so present in the moment that I just allow my natural linguistics to flow through. But if I can just get next to a girl, you're saying that's what I got to do? All right, fine. I just get next to her. That's all well and good, Jeffrey, in the fucking theoretical trenches of the the boardroom with the fucking blue marker and it's like x's and zeros and and slightly semicircled arrows right that's that's all well and good but when you actually get into this environment that Noah's talking about where the music is going off it's blowing your mind your heart rate's elevated because you're scared you've never been in this environment you didn't take in you don't take into account the idea that there would be all these other people on your neck that these environments aren't like the day where you have this comfortable, comfortable mole just to stroll on down. Just just Donald Duck just strolling on down this mole. That's not what it is. You're if you're in a club, you're in a bar, you're in a block party, people are on your neck. Everyone is around you. It's stifling. You can the energy to just stifling. You didn't take that into account when you were in the boardroom, the X and Zeros and the semicircle hours. You didn't do that on account. So you get in there and you get next to this girl. So you take into account all of these other things that have already blown you out of the water. Like just that alone is enough to fuck up an absolute day one beginner. But let's say that he's been able to somehow get past all of that which it sounds like Noah was doing an okay job at getting past the environmental shit, but the environmental shit used to fuck with me so bad. It was more than the girls themselves. It was just the change of environment that as a day gamer, that fucked me up going to the night because of my approach towards it was very similar to Noah's, which is this 
the criteria for success is set so fucking high, I could never succeed. My expectations, the pacing, the timing so far off, could never succeed until I changed it. So let's say you get past that and that you actually get yourself next to an attractive girl. There, that'll shut you down. And that's what shut Noah down here. Because it's a completely different thing to be in an environment you are unaccustomed to, uncomfortable in, and now to have to take your masculine intent and impress that and to engage that with the feminine energy in front of you. And not just any feminine energy, a feminine energy that's blowing your fucking mind. And it's like, oh, and I have to get physical with this now. It's not just like I can stand at an arm's length and try and pace my way through this like I can in the day. If you're nervous in the day, you got time. You got time when you're nervous in the day. Girls will give you so many chances to fuck up, to slow down, to ease your way through this. In the in the night though, and at parties like this and block party, no. No. If you show any sign of hesitation, any sign of I am really not comfortable here, a girl is going, eh, I'm not gonna let this guy waste my fucking night. I'm not gonna let this guy bring down the vibe of me and my girls here. See you fucking later, right? Like, it's just like things are on such a different time scale. So that's that's going to shut you down. Now, so tighten back here to Noah's thing here. Getting immediately physically comfortable? Do you think that's a good idea? Tagging back. Do you think it's a good idea to rock up on this river that's 100 feet wide? You're standing at the bank of this river 100 feet wide, and you look at that, and you say, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll jump that. I let me get a run up. I'll jump that. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. Do you think that's a good idea? How how likely do you think even for the re- even if you were given infinity, even if you had the rest of your life to develop the vertical leap, the lateral leap, the 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 the, mus- the musculature, the plyometric strength in your legs to be able to jump 100 feet? Even if you're given an infinity amount of time to be able to develop that, do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's the most efficient idea? Do you think that's going to get you to the place you want to be consistently feeling good about it as soon as possible? No. No. The, the answer is no to that, to anyone who is entertaining. Well, well, maybe maybe I could jump the river. No, no, you can't jump the river. Anyone who tries to jump the river, anyone I've seen try and jump the river, they're the guys that last a night. They're the guys that go out one night with this expectation that they're just going to roll up on this 100-foot wither. Yeah, let me get a run-up. I got this shit. Yeah, let me go straight up to this absolute dime piece. I'm going to start grinding with her because I'm sober. And even though I'm sober and I've never done this before in this environment before, I'll get hip-to-hip with her. I'll get I'll get fucking lip-to-lip. I'll get everything with this girl. I'll get our energies intertwined to the point where you can feel the microcosm within each other exploring, exploding. I'll get all that. I'll get all that, and that's fine. I'll do that. No, you won't. No, you won't because of environmental factors, because of the factor of the fact that they go in front of you, your own limiting beliefs, your own nerves and anxiety. It's just fucking every. It's like it's never going to happen. So how about this, Noah? How about this? Now that I've ridiculed you enough, and of course I say that in, in a jokey way. But listen, I don't take it easy. I don't take it easy, and that's why you guys come to me. The reason why you guys listen to this shit and the reason why you would listen to me is because I don't give a shit about hurting your feelings. If I sense something ridiculous, I will call it out. And that mentality is fucking A-grade ridiculous. Now, how about we do this instead? How about 
we roll up on this 100-foot wither, river, this 100-foot wide river, and we say, well, I see a whole bunch of fools trying to get a run-up, and they maybe that they get like a five-foot, they get five feet into it at max. Like they have like a maybe 10, five-foot jump, that's max, and they're, they're straight in the water. How about instead, I just like take my shit 50 meters down the, down the river, down the riverbank, and I build a bridge. And day by day, night by night, step by step, plank by plank, I will build my way across this river. Now, it's much slower. It's way slower. It's time consuming. It requires levels of awareness, levels of humility to even acknowledge that I need to do this, that yes, will require me to put my ego away because it's way more egoic to be the Superman that thinks he can jump across the river. But you're not Superman. He's not Superman. And acknowledging the fact that I'm not Superman allows me to win. What that allows me to do is get the fucking hammer out, get the plank of wood, let's build. Plank by plank, build my way across. Now, what does that actually mean? What that actually means is that when I'm in this block party, I don't take the day gamer's mindset of one round by one round, one shot by one shot, targeting, hot girl here, hot girl here. No, I take the one-to-all mentality. So I give myself time. I give myself time to physically get comfortable. What And how does that begin? The most rudimentary ways of indicate, uh, not indicating, engaging physicality with anyone that is universally accepted. The handshake. The handshake is universally accepted amongst all cultures and will allow you to physically touch someone where there's pretty much no negative repercussion, right? The, the worst thing that's going to happen from a handshake is that they deny the handshake, right? But you're never going to get a drink poured on you because you tried to shake someone's hand, okay? It's not going to happen. So, but no, 9.99 times out of 10, like if you got someone who won't shake your hand, they're fucking weird. Like that person's fucking weird. And that's the type of person I refer to as a fish, okay? They're just fishing up. So what you're going to do is, oh, what's a great way of baby stepping my way and just going one step at a time in terms of building this bridge? And by doing this with a lot a lot of people, getting myself and rising, this is what it is. It's bringing my own temperature up. It's allowing my own temperature to rise. And the way that I do that is just by going around to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. If I am uncomfortable with physicality, because this, like, remember how I said at the beginning, a lot of the things I might say here might seem very rudimentary to guys that are already more advanced. Of course, you're not going to see me going around a block party shaking everyone's fucking hand today. Rewind years, rewind back to 17, 18, 19, 20 year old Adam who had no idea. Hold on, let me reset it. That younger Adam, you're going to see him. Yeah, you're probably going to see him handshaking every single Tom, Dick and Harry at the beginning of that night just to get himself physically comfortable touching people right now. Of course, it's all escalation. You don't just stay at handshakes. Once you get comfortable with that next step, you get the next plank out. What's the next plank? Oh, now I'm just going to hold on to the handshake. So instead of letting go, I'm going to hold on. And that indicates a whole different thing to a girl. Okay. Once I get comfortable with that, now I'm going to bring her in off the handshake. So I'm actually going to pull her into me. Once I get comfortable with that, then I'm going to get her comfortable moving her hand onto my neck. Then once I'm good with that, I'm going to get comfortable putting my hands around her waist. Once I'm comfortable with that, then I'm going to get comfortable moving around her, getting her to get spoons positioned with me, get back 
so back to back, back to front with me, I guess, so to speak. You know, get grind position, so to speak. So see how it's all stepping? There, there is no immediate, yes, let's grind on this girl, unless you are very comfortable doing that. By all means, if you're very comfortable doing that, have your fucking day. But that's not this potter. It's not the point that I'm going on in this potter. What I'm talking about here is Noah, you just, you, you dunked yourself in the river. Yet there was a perfectly good way if you just stepped to the side and looked at things for the way that they are and go, listen, I'm not comfortable here. This is not what I do over time. This is not. And so I cannot have the same level of expectation because you might see other night game guys. You might see guys, you might see yourself when you're drunk being able to do this effortlessly, as you just said, but that's not the current situation. So take your ego out of it and go, ah. I need a baby step shit because while the baby step, why do, if, for those of you listening, why wouldn't everyone do this? It seems so good. It seems too good to be true. It seems like it's so simple. It's so ridiculously simple that it almost seems kind of foolproof. It seems like you could give this to anyone and this would work. Well, yeah, yes, yes, it would. However, there was one key variable as to whether this will or will not work, the ego. If you cannot put away your ego, because this entire process, it makes you feel like a baby. It makes you feel ridiculous because it's like, normally I would not have a problem handshaking people's hands and it's like, it seems too contrived. It seems, it seems like too low level, even for me, even for me. But really, is it? Because if it was too low level for you, why don't you just go up to that tent and start grinding? Get your fucking ego out of it, son. Get your fucking ego out of it. No one should be above this level of humility. No one should be above it. You know, the, the process is equal to all. And that's how you want to approach this. That's how I would approach this. And you just step it up. Noah, if you listen here, you just step it up as time goes on. So it's not like I'm saying every single night you have to start with handshakes. Maybe you do that for the first night, then the next night you start. Like, look at that sequence I gave you from handshake to holding onto the handshake to pulling in off the handshake to handshake up to the neck to now down to the waist to now flipping around to grinding from behind and then just so on. You just pick where you get more comfortable with. It's like, it's so progressional. It's so... It's so, uh, it's so simple. It's so simple. And what's most important about what I'm saying here is that it's foolproof in the sense that the only thing that will fuck you up is your ego. If you do this correctly, you will shift yourself in a nice steady rate in which that your criteria for success is so low. Oh, you're telling me all I have to do is go and shake people's hands? How hard is that? You should be able to do that anyway. Like you should be able to do that any day, any way that I'm just going to shake people's hands. Once I get go that, okay, so what's the next little thing that's just a little bit harder than that? Well, I'll just go do that until I feel comfortable. And then the next little thing that's a little bit harder than that, I'll just go do that till I'm comfortable. So as you can see, you can't really not get this right unless you're not humble enough, unless you get beyond the process and you start to think that, nah, I'm pretty good. I'm going I'm to go get that run up and start trying to jump this river again. Don't be that dude. Or be that dude and consistently feel the way that Noah felt, which is dejected, which is disappointed, which is deprived of feeling that sense of success in which that I did what I wanted to do. This is the thing though. Doing what you want to do often doesn't happen the way that you think it should happen. You want to get up to the 10 and be with her. 
But how you get up to the tent and be with her, that's a different thing. It's a very different thing if you're coming in and you're not used to this. It just requires angles, man. Angles. It's all angles in the mind, you know? Okay, this. Okay, so I think that's... Okay, so let me sum up. Let me sum up the physicality here. Let me sum up the physicality on for day eight, the diet, the day eight mindset. Really, I touch it up here. Let me touch it up. Physicality in the day is very minimum required. So you're just not even used to begin with. Expect that when you come into the night, get hip to hip as soon as possible in terms of micro conversations. If you're in environments where there's actually no possibility of verbals, you need to get very comfortable with physicality. How do you do that? Baby step it. Build the bridge. Get comfortable on low levels of physicality and step it up incrementally. Don't get stagnant. Don't get. Don't just stay at handshakes. Keep moving it up. Keep pushing it just a little bit. Okay. And once you get that done, it's like that's it. That's it. At least in the interaction itself. Now the final thing we're going to go on is pulling or closing and finally leading this interaction to a close because the mentality here is so different between day and night. It is day and night because in the day, there is no pulling mentality. In this, No, that's the right way of saying it. There is no, the idea of pulling in the day isn't an idea. If you're going out in the day thinking, yes, I must pull, or it is a likely thing today that I'm going to pull a girl today. If you're going out thinking that, Man, you're gonna get shut down. Uh, you, you shut yourself down because, again, the expectations are so far off. In the same way that Noah's expectations are so far off, it's it's a very unreasonable thing to expect. Now, for higher level guys, more advanced guys, am I saying that you can't pull in the day? No, no. All I'm saying because I'm talking to the lowest couple denominator. If an absolute beginner goes out thinking, "Yeah, I'm gonna pull today," he's never gonna go out again. All right, so let's just keep our heads screwed on here. Let's give our shit together here. So the so let's like so we don't get mixed up on on word games here. Let's say the leading mentality then, because pulling's a different thing in the night. The what, what pulling means in the day and pulling means in the night means a slightly different thing. So let's just keep it, let's call it leading, the leading mentality. In the day, what is the leading mentality? Well, the leading mentality is that I just need to convey to her that I'm not at the very minimum, that I'm not a bitch, and that I'm willing to take my masculinity, take my masculine intent and push it forward. And that I am not going to wait on her. I'm going to make decisions. I'm going to make savvy, savvy decisions, but more so predicated on the person that's in front of me, what's happening right now. And that's all there. But at the same time, what I feel like is right for us right now. So it's not like I need a green fucking light written yes on it from her telling me, put, take me for coffee now, take me to the park, take me back to your place, or let's go eat something, or let's go do this, let's go for a let's sit down on this bench, I don't need that, I can just read that, I can feel that, I'm going to lead that, and even if I don't think it's 100% there, I'm still going to fucking do it anyway, because, hey, if she's not comfortable, she will tell me, and then I will back up, it's the six-gear mentality, now, that, that actually seems pretty similar to what you might expect at night, however, there is no expectation in the day of that I'm going to go and sleep with this girl right now. Either right now or in an hour, two hours, or five hours. At least as a beginner. At least as a beginner. And even as you get more advanced, there is, no, there is no need to do that. Like, let me say this. For an absolute beginner, maybe just even just a beginner to day game, you never need to sleep with a girl on the same day in the day. It's, it's a cool thing to experience. It's a crazy thing to experience. 
I'm not saying don't do it if it's there, but for the most part, it's not necessary. Like if your day get, if you are open qualification investment close and all that savvy, you should be able to rely upon your skill set to get you a solid instant day or a solid date instant day of the times available, if not day two for the next meetup. Right now, now it might be, and this is the other thing. It might be that you meet her in the morning and you meet up late if it's in the day. You meet up in the morning and you meet up for dinner later that night or you meet up for a day, not quite a day two because it's still the same day, but you know, you meet up for an interaction later on. But look, there's still a lot of time in between that. There's no rush. There's no rush. But in the night, a little bit of a rush. Now, I'm going to say this very carefully. When I say little bit, what I mean is that there is a small window and a closing window. It's a small closing window for which a girl is prime and ready to fully let go into your masculine frame, leading her out of this venue, leading her away from her friends, leading her and her friends into some private, more private situation. Timing and pacing comes in here a little bit different as well, but the overall mentality between the leading mentality between the day and the night is that there is no expectation that this is the thing that will fuck you up in the day. You would never expect that. So for a day gamer coming into the night, thinking that, oh yeah, I'm going to have sex with this girl tonight. What? What? That, That doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense because all of your experiences are that, okay, meet the girl 3 p.m., Great interaction, five, 10 minutes, cool. Went on an instant day for 10, 15, maybe half an hour. It was cool. And then we're going to meet up later tonight, or which is like maybe a five, six hour break. Or we're going to meet up tomorrow, three days later. Hopefully not five days later. Maybe two or three days later. Okay, nothing more than that, hopefully. You know, you want to keep it still within compact. Don't be setting up day twos two weeks later, Jeffrey. <laughs> Fucking Jeffrey. And uh, so you don't want to be that, but... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a much slower burn relative to the night. The idea that now a day game is going to step into the night and now it's like, oh shit, there's a very small window here for me to capitalize on the prime state, emotional feelings this girl is giving me right now, where it's almost like a golden window in which that the friends aren't giving me too much chop, this random this random dude or the environment's not giving me too much chop. Like I've been able to navigate my my the high seas of this crazy thing called the night. Hold up, let me say I've got logistics down. I've got my logistics down. I've acquired her logistics. That's cool. Emotions are here, and that now there's a golden window for me to be able to move this forward and to progress this. Because in the day, like I said earlier on in the potter, in the day, all leading decisions are predicated upon you, and you generally speaking have a much a much wider and your. The pace at which the window closes in the day is far slower. You can take your sweet time on an instant date and it's not going to blow up in your face, right? You know, it's like you have to really be losing sight of what an inst- of what's happening on this instant date for a girl to get fed up with you for not pulling and for not leading this harder and not moving this interaction further and deeper into a deeper bubble. You have to really be fucking up on your idea of timing and pacing if a girl's getting upset with you about that and actually wants to leave because of that. But in the night, it's like 100x. The pacing of that window closing, it's like 100x. And for a day gamer to get used to that, it takes some time. Now, let's bring that into a real example here. Many a time, many a time I've been in a situation where, you know, let's take that example. Let's say that is a good example, actually. Take this example. You meet the girl at the start of the night. Me, Jane, the start of the night with three or four of her friends in the line. Okay, interact with all of them. Great interaction. Leave it on a high note. I only speak to them for like a minute, two minutes. But I'll say, I'll meet you up later in the night. I go away for the next 60, 30, 
60 to 90 minutes, I go away. I meet a whole bunch of other different people. She sees me speaking to other girls. She sees me speaking to other guys. I see her doing other different things. And I'll get back to her when I want to get back to her. Okay, comes that time. I get back to her. And I'm like, yo, uh, how's your night been? What's been going on? And of course, because things left on a high note, very likely this comes back on a high note. It's great. Okay, so now we can kind of pick up where we left off. I'm getting into a deeper bubble with her. I'm now actually starting more into investment with her and that I've actually been able to get her now because of the leading now. And this is the other thing that a day game isn't used to, micro leading within the actual environment just for the sake of it. And I've spoken about this in my guide to pulling. I think that was more from night anyway, but it's it's his own potter, right? That micro leading within the environment that just the way to create a deeper bubble in the day is very it's very straightforward it's either we move to this bench we go on an instant date on this wall next to each other we go on this coffee we go on this museum we go to you know we go to this park whatever we just go sit on the fucking lawn whatever it is the way to get a deeper bubble is very it's it's simple it's very easy in the night it's still very simple and easy it's just that if you're not used to it, it doesn't really make sense so it might seem obsolete or like not necessary, unnecessary that, well, I'm just going to move this girl from the seat that I met her at and we're just going to go stand next to the bar. That seems a little bit unnecessary, Adam, but if you actually take it into the scope of this environment, the more a girl gets to experience you in different in a different space within this environment, which means different lighting, different people, different sounds, different feelings, different emotions, different smells, different eye contact, reflections, everything. It's a different adventure every single five minutes with this guy the connection gets more deeply intertwined with this girl. And so that she is much less likely to get pulled away by friends, to get pulled away by extraneous circumstances, such as someone throwing up on her, or someone throwing up on you, or some guy getting into a fight with you, or a fight breaking out next to you. That if you have a deeper bubble and a deeper association with a girl, this is achieved through micro-leading, which happens within the environment, which means, okay, so yeah, back with this girl, I'm Jenny. All right, I came back. 60, 90 minutes later, she was sitting at a table with a couple of friends, a couple of different guys. I hit her up and I said, hey, listen, I, you know, I'm just start, I talked to her for like a minute. I'm like, yo, come with me, grab her hand. And I don't, I don't ask. I just go, all right. If I've judged it correctly and she's totally invested, she's totally healed me in this vibe. She's just going to come with, and she's going to grab her by the hand. She's just going to come with, I'm going to stand there. At, maybe we get next to the bar. I get some water. She gets whatever she gets, whatever it is. And we're just going to stay there for just a couple minutes. Just a couple minutes. We're just going to shoot the shit at the bar. And it's probably too loud to be able to hear each other. So I'm going to, this is a great chance to get hip to hip. It's a great chance to get lip to lip and start, if I want, if you're feeling that, feeling the make out, feeling the hands around the neck, just feeling that vibe. Okay. And then once that's done, I'm not going to get, oh, and this is the stagnant. This is the stagnation that a day gamer gets fucked up on. The day gamer is not used to the adventure of the night. The day gamer is not used to micro leading. The most a day game is going to do is that he's going to stop her on the street. He's going to move her to the side off the wall because we're in the way of people. And then he's going to go on an instant day after that, which means, so what's that? Stopped her once, moved her to the side. That's two. Possibly down to a bench after that, three. And then off to a coffee shop, museum, lawn, fucking walk. Okay, so four, maybe four. Four in a normal interaction. If you go on a longer instant day and you go to multiple venues, that's a different thing. That's not normal though. That's only with girls you're really going up with like girls that you actually want to spend an hour or two hours with. So let's say four to five moves. Okay, four to five, four to five changes. Now, it's all and all of those changes, the first three are within like 15 meters of each other. Okay, so it's not that great deal of a change in scenery and a change in emotions of things and the adventure. But in the night, 
going from a quiet, soft lounge area to the fucking bar is like almost changing venues in some venues. I know in ABCs it is. Going out from the balcony into the dance floor, it's like, it's an entirely different night almost. It's a completely different thing. Meeting her in the stairwell and then taking her out to the smoker's garden is a completely different set of emotions and feelings for a girl so the association with you is deeper it drives in this is not just the guy in the stairwell oh no it's now it's adam who took me from the stairwell and is now talking to me on the balcony looking over the street completely different association so when fucking margaret walks in and goes jenny i want to go fucking home right and, and, she, and, you're, and you're like no no just trying to pull jenny away how dare you margaret get the fuck out of here margaret and you're like no you don't have to freak out because you're like, it's actually a little bit more, you put money in the bank, so to speak, that it's going to be harder for this girl to break the association and bubble with you if you have a tighter bubble. If your bubble is tighter, it is. it goes to say that it's going to be harder for that to be burst by extraneous variables. The wing women, the, the random dude who's trying to fuck up your set, the random group of PUA, hard PUA dudes that are trying to practice game and are being super technical about shit. And he comes up on you and leans on your arm and goes, hey, hey, dude, what do you think about, what do you guys think about this? What's the difference between men and women, right? And it's like, you, it, so... The stupid shit like that it keeps coming in and out of you at left, right, and center. Now, all that shit's going to happen in the night, which a day game is not used to. There are There is almost zero, zero extraneous variables in the day. It's one-to-one. So with the one-to-all mentality also invites one-to-all fucking fuck-ups, like potential fuck-ups, things that could fuck you up. So you have to be ready for that. Now, if you have a tighter bubble, if you have a bubble that's made out of stronger material, those things are just going to bounce off because the girl has deeper association with you. So micro-leading, checking back out here. This, this, Jesus Christ, this shit's tactical. Uh, but that's what you got. That's what this photo is, so. Oh, good thing I've got the uh, Gyokuro. So you've, so you've done this micro-leading, and so that's why it's not unnecessary. Day Gamer, listening to this, that's why it's actually necessary that you go and move her from minute to minute. Now, it doesn't mean every fucking minute. If you find a nice spot, yeah, chill for 10 minutes then. But the stagnation is something that a day gamer has to avoid. As a beginner, as a beginner as Adam, what I used to do, like I remember times, I remember times when I was first beginning in the wool shed. And out out in the bar area of the wool shed, this is like my first few nights out, we would sit there, we'd sit, like I would find... I find a nice comfortable spot where I meet a couple of girls and girls would walk by, sort of bring them in and I'll stay there all fucking night. Even if it was with a girl that I was really connecting with. Now at a certain point, what I started to notice is that it's really easy for this girl's friends to just take her off and just run away with her. And it's really easy for this girl to just get distracted. And even though it feels good, even though I've been making out of her, even though this has been great, it seems like... At any moment, this shit could break apart really easily. So what I did after that is go, well, I remember Jordan and I used to speak about this. How about we just for the sake of it, just move girls, just for the sake of it. This is when we were much younger, much, much younger. Just trying shit out, just trying to work things out. Well, let's just move things for the sake of moving things. And what we notice is that if we move things for the sake of moving things, bubble gets tighter, bubble gets deeper, extraneous variables are much harder to burst that bubble. So that's why. That's why Day Gamer, and also the stagnation, I also mentioned another thing, the emotions of it all, the adventure, the way that I think about this 
the way you guys know I love Disney. I fucking love Disney, especially soundtracks. The day game interaction is akin to a whole new world by Aladdin from Aladdin. You know, it's it's a steady rhythm, it's a steady harmony. There are definitely peaks. There are definitely peaks. There are definitely feel-good moments, you know, crescendos. There are moments in that song that take you to another place for sure, take you to a whole new world. But for the most part, there's no shock. There's no there's no break in rhythm. There's no change up. There's no there's nothing unexpected from the moment you start listening to a whole new world to the very end. There's no surprises. But in the night, the night is like trash in the camp. The night is like trash in the camp from Tarzan. Now, I actually recommend after this potto, or right now, actually, right now, if you don't know, if you can't bring these songs to mind because you're not on the fucking Disney hype all night long or all day long, press pause right now and I want you to go listen to A Whole New World from Aladdin. Just go onto YouTube, type it in, listen to it, listen to the full thing. And then go listen to Trashin' the Camp from Tarzan. And I don't mean the Phil Collins in sync one, which is like a uh, special, that's like the special album version. I mean the original movie version, which has, which is actually in the actual movie, where you'll see, uh, you'll see Kurt uh, and you'll see all the monkeys uh, banging around the camp and fucking shit up and the elephant and all that. And uh, you'll, you'll see all that. So you go listen to that. Go listen to that right now and pause it. I'm going to get some water. Just pause this and go listen to it. Yo, we're back here because I'm realizing that we're coming up somewhere close to two hours. It's like an hour and 35, hour and 40. And the battery on my can is about to piece out. And we haven't even got to a summary of things yet. This is going to be a fat potto. Well, the guides always are. The guides are always longer pottos. Because we just dive into so many different things. But okay, so you've come back. I've come back. You listen to the difference between a whole new world from Aladdin, which is how I, I akin that to day game, the process of day game, harmonic rhythmic no surprises very little extraneous bullshit trying to come in now you listen to trash in the camp what did you notice about that track it's a fucking adventure there's like from the very beginning with the pots and pans getting banged to the rhythms of the bongos coming into the different drums the different bass lines you know there's, there's definitely some like double bass getting played in there at some point there's shoot there's all these different bits and pieces getting played and banged and and strung there's there's like those uh that the, the xylophone and the stick and everything. It's like there's so many different things in that song going on, and not just that. The rhythm, you you do you're always being surprised by that song if you've never heard it before, and even if you are, if you have heard it many many times, which I still I listen to it almost on the daily, almost on the daily, and. I love it because you get taken in a fucking party. The song is a party. The song is an adventure in which that you never really know what's coming next. Even when you know the song, you never really know what's coming next. And there's so many change-ups. There's moments where uh, there's vocals, sweet vocals, but then there's moments where there's like, it's just instrumental banging. It's just bongos on the bong. And what that is to say is that that is an interaction between you and the girl at the night. In the night, if you were to try and give a girl a harmonic, rhythmic interaction like you do in the day, just slow, oh, new world, right? You just, you slow it down. You get that jasmine vibe, right? It's just so nice. If you try and give that to a girl in the night, she get fucking bored. She get bored out of her mind. Why? Because... That's not what she signed up for. People don't go out at night so that they can sit in a, on a soft lounge chair all night 
for two hours, for three hours. That's not why people go out at night. People go out at night so they can forget about their lives, forget about reality, and get taken away. Get, get, have their euphoria centers blown to the level of which that I don't even know if I'm a human being anymore. That's why people go out at night. People go out at night to go on a fucking adventure. So if you're trying to give her a whole new world, you, she's going to get bored. She will leave. And that's what I used because as a day gamer, that's what you're going to do as a day gamer to bring this, uh, bring this back down to level here. As a day gamer, you've been running a whole new world your entire life. You're going to try and do that at night. Nope. Girl's going to leave. Girl's going to get bored. When her friends come in, her friends are going to take her away easily. When a guy tries to blow your set because maybe he's a little more advanced and he can see that you're not giving this girl what she needs, he's just going to take her straight off of you. He's just going to pull her straight off because he's going to come in, aka Adam's going to come in and say, if I, oh, this, this is going to sound brutal, but it's truth, it's truth. As no, Okay, I've got to be careful here. Well, when I say careful... As long as I don't know the dude, I will never do this to a dude I know unless we have an agreement and we're trying to fuck with each other. That's a different thing. But if it's a dude I don't know, sorry, if it's a dude I know, if it's a guy I know through the community, if it's a guy that I know, if it's a, one of my, like he follows this shit or whatever, or he's spoken to me throughout the night, I won't do this to him. But if it's a guy I don't, I don't know at all and I have no attachment to, no association with, I have no problems doing this with because as, as far as I'm concerned, it's free game. Like it's free game here. So open jungle, open zoo. If I see a dude who is having a go at it, he's having a go, he's going up to this girl and he's trying his best, but I can see that he's going with a whole new world rhythm and I can see that the girl needs trash in the camp. If I can see that, and, I'll, and if, you're, if you're doing everything that I'm saying, if you're coming from the one-to-all mentality, you should have already spoken to this dude and girl at some point, at this point. If you're actually looking into this, you should not just be some, some fucking, some fucking dweeb in the corner with your fucking binoculars out going, hmm, I wonder what's going on between these two. No, you should have already gone in there at some point just to introduce yourself, peaced out, come back, right? And now that's what I'm talking about just for context. And so now I'm looking at these two and I'm going, okay, these two have been here for a little bit and I can tell that she's getting bored. Or if she's not just getting bored, I can see that he's not willing to change up. He's not willing to change the pace. He's not willing to surprise her. He's not willing to micro-lead within the environment. He's not willing to give her a party of the night. He's, for whatever reason, whether he knows day game or not, whether it's just because he's just trying, he's doing his best, no fault to him, no fucking fault to him. He's doing his best, Adam. I, I know. I know he's doing his best. But that being said, it's still free game for me. And if I, because I'm a good dude, I'm not going to blow it out straight away. I'll give him a little bit of time. But if it's gotten to the fucking point where if I'm attracted to this girl and this dude is just not doing all the things I just said, he's giving her the wrong vibe. All I'm going to do is, is that I'm just going to come in there. I'm going to say, yo, I'm not even going to address him. I'm going to look her in the eyes. I'm going to say, who the fuck are you? Right? She goes, you know who I am. You, you came up to me before. I don't even remember. And I'm just going to grab her hand and I'm just going to pull her in. I'm literally going to take the girl off of him. Now that might sound like a dick move. I agree. <laughs> I agree if I did it immediately. It's a dick move if I did it immediately. But even then, I don't know this dude. And as far as I'm concerned, it's free game. Now, because I am a good guy, 
I want to give him a chance. And because this is my life, this, I coach this shit, I will always give the benefit of the doubt to someone I see who is struggling. But there's a certain point in time in which that, listen, this girl wants it. Everyone can see that. And this guy is not giving it. So if I didn't do it, her friends are going to pull her out. She's going to get bored and walk away anyway. Why not fucking Uncle Adam stroll up on an inn, crash this environment, change it up, and have some fun? Why not? Right? That's that's kind of like my mentality. Now, even though I don't need to reset the cam, that battery's about to die. So give me a sec, guys. I'm going to go grab a new battery. We'll change up because we've got to summarize as well. Okay, guys. We are back. I just took a fat piss. Got a... Uh, also, the lighting's changed for those of you on YouTube. Because I realized how dark it was getting in here, so I just opened up some blinds. Anyways, back up on in. I realized I just took like a one-minute break, but for those of you listening, there is no break for you guys. So back on. I'm going to walk up to this old Jeffrey right here, and I'm going to take this girl off of him. Now, I'm not doing that because I'm an absolute dick. I gave him time. I will always give these guys that I see struggling in an environment the benefit of the doubt. I will always do that because I just, at my heart, I was once that guy. I trust me. You guys think I'm a dick? I know guys that would do that without even considering this person. I know guys that, like, I'll be out. I've been out of a certain type of guy. Not gonna mention his name here. Fucking Lou. <laughs> uh, fucking Lou. <laughs> How are you, man? It's been a while. Um, I've been out with some people where they know what the fuck they're doing. And, you know, we roll up, we roll up in an environment. I went up in this old venue, and we can tell. You can always tell if you have been out for any, for a good, okay, on the on the clock face. If you've been got yourself from six to anywhere past six, so you're not an absolute beginner. You're just past kind of intermediary stage. You you know you, you're on your way home. Like you you know how to recognize an interaction when you see one, okay. And actually, more importantly, just recognizing one when you see one, because an absolute beginner could probably do that, but recognize what stage and what's happening within that interaction, that requires like experience, like that requires you haven't gone through this shit. So I've been out with some guys that are all at that stage, and you know, we'll see, we'll see a young, a young, a young old Jeffrey walking up on this girl, and I'll be, I'll, I'll look at it, and I'll go, oh, this is it, you see three guys, you see Adam and two other dudes. Two other dudes who are at, who are at a reasonable, you know, they're full circle. If not full, full circle, they're definitely, they know what the fuck they're looking at. Adam looks at that and goes, I'm going to give this guy time. Adam's a good guy. I'm going to give this guy time. But at a certain point, I'm going to go in there and take this girl off of him. The other two dudes go, I'm going to give this guy no time because it's free game. It's free zoo. This is open safari right here. If this guy's not good enough right now, I'm going to take this straight up. So it's like maybe, maybe one of those other two guys that I'm thinking of in particular might give him 10 seconds. And this is a really fucked up game that we used to play. Haven't played this game in a while. Okay, oh, should I go into this? Okay, I think we've already accepted that this potter is going to be a long potter. And it's actually, it's full of gold. Like this potter is full of fucking gold. So it's going to be hard to pick out highlights for social for this. But there's, if you want to play this game with your wings, by all means, play this game with your wings. You can play, <laughs> we didn't even really have a name for it, but now I'll call it a name. I'll call it uh, Open Zoo. I call it Open Zoo. <laughs> I call it Open Zoo. It's a good name. All right. Open Zoo essentially is you pick out a certain amount of time to give other guys and their interactions. Now, of course, you only do this to people you, you, you don't know. If you, or it's wings you do it with that you have accepted that we're going to play this game together. But you never do it to someone who doesn't, who you know, 
who's genuinely trying to do their best and you didn't tell them you were going to do this. It's different if it's just completely random guy, right? Now, some of the, those two would often play the game between themselves because I often try to give them as much time as possible. They're like, all right, I'm going to give him 10 seconds. Is that I'm going to give him 10 seconds. All right, 10 seconds. But if you can't do it in 10 seconds, I'm coming in off of you and I'm taking off you in 10 seconds. And so they'll play this game with a timer and like he opens it, I guess, like you can probably think of it now. And so that's that's pretty harsh. Like that's pretty harsh. And like some guys wouldn't even do the timer. Some guys I know would just come in. If they see you messing up, if they saw if they saw Noah at a block party with a straight dime piece or a, a really attractive girl, and like he opened her up and he's just starting to get hip to hip, but like I can clearly see, and this guy can clearly see, oh, this guy isn't good with physicality. This guy doesn't know how to just harmonize with that part of it. Oh, I'm going to go in right now because he's already done half the work. This is the problem. Or it's the, pro- it's the problem, but it's not the problem. It's the problem and the solution, which is that uh, I call it springboarding. Roy, shout out to Roy. Springboarding is fucking harsh. It's fucking harsh, and I have talked about it. But springboard, and not in a while. Springboarding, I said how it's like half the work. If I see a Jeffrey who has taken the absolute courage to go up and open this girl and he's doing his absolute best, but he doesn't know how to quite go all the way, he doesn't quite know how to lead properly, and in this scenario as I was talking about, he doesn't know micro-leading, he doesn't know how to give the girl the right rhythm and the right change up, the right song to play tonight. He's not playing the right song. The very fact of him being there in front of her that takes off half the work for me. Now, why would you think that's the case? Because she's got contrast. If you go in with, and you just give her what she needs. So like I was saying before, I'm going to go in on Jeffrey. I'm going to give him some time. But once he's had enough time, I'm going to go in and I'm going to, I'm going to crash this interaction with Trash in the Camp. If they've been playing a whole new world this entire time and I come in and blast you with Trash in the Camp, it's offensive. Like it's rude how shocking this is. And that is just going to make the girl completely magnetized to the person bringing that vibe. It's not even me. It's just that the fact that some masculine being with masculine intent has come with the vibe that she needs, he's been able to read the vibe that she needs. Well, that's all that it's like it. If you guys, if you guys ever do any type of martial arts fundamental right now, the reason why the counter punch is so highly revered is because it has twice the power of the first strike, right? If you come in, and you just try and strike, right? you just try and, th- let's say a right cross, you just try and throw a right cross at a dude, let's say that that's got 100 to- 100% of its power, okay, let's just say you got 100% of its power, now, let's say you don't even throw the first strike, you allow your opponent to come in, you time your opponent coming in, so that as he steps in, and as he throws his right cross, let's just go with the right cross, make it easy, you step back, and you time him as he throws his right cross, so all his body weight is behind that, all of his momentum is behind that. But you get out just out of the way so that you can counter with your right cross over the top. It has twice the power because it's not just your force coming in now. If that shot lands clean, it has his force, his body weight, his momentum, his center of gravity, which is off in that point. So it has twice the impact. It's exactly the same thing in social dynamics in this environment and in this example, which is that me coming in to a girl that is not currently being given the vibe she needs and that she's really just here because there's nothing better right now 
and that maybe your friends are coming back in five minutes or this guy is doing just enough. He's doing just enough. His right cross is just enough to keep her occupied. But she needs she needs not only a right cross, she needs a left upper hook, slip to the right, duck to the left, circle back around, right low kick. Let me give you an uppercut. Oh, okay, I'm going to cross back and hit you with a right elbow over the top and then bang up with the front. You know, like she needs, a, she needs that. She needs a 360 roundhouse to the face. If you can see that and you can bring that to her, it's like while you may be able to give her instead of just a straight simple right cross maybe you're able to give her the 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 one the one two followed up with a roundhouse and that's enough of a change up for her to go holy shit this is completely different it's not just the power of giving her something different it's not just the power of giving her trash in the camp of giving her a spinning heel kick followed up by a jab cross right elbow it's not just that it's that because of the contrast of what the other guy wasn't giving her, that has given you an added 100% power. It's like it's like whatever you were going to bring to this, you now have an added extra times that by two. Like double that. Double your power. Because she's got someone to contrast off of. It's called springboarding. <laughs> I call it springboarding because you're using the dude as a springboard, right? Instead of trying to just jump off the flat ground, you're going to use this dude as a springboard that can get you 20 feet up in the air with no added extra effort from yourself. Now, why did I go into that? Because it's fun. It's fun. And I'm sure there are some of you that are high level enough to actually go and take that tonight and use it. And listen, this is what I'm going to say. No, I can't say this. What I was going to say is like, please, please don't, please be nice, but you don't need to be as well. It's like, I'm nice because I'm a good guy. I want to give Jeffrey time to get his shit together and to work through it with this girl. But at the same time, I get it. If you now have never even conceived of this idea of springboarding, counterpunching, driving double the power without even having to generate twice the effort, double the effort, I get now how excited you are to go use that and you want to go use that immediately. I get that, so I'm not going to stop you. But just know that for my personal sake, maybe it's just because I'm a coach, that I want to give guys the benefit of the doubt. I want to give guys their time to shine. I want to give guys a chance at least just to see if they can at least work it through. But I know a couple of dudes that we used to go out with all the time that were like, nope, sorry, Adam, you're a good guy, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, I can't argue with that. Like, you can't argue with that is what I'm saying. It's honest, but it's brutal. So, so let, like it's it's good. We've got to keep things fun. We've got to keep these sounds. But let, let's bring this back down to the macro point of what I was talking about. Micro leading, changing it up. We were talking about leading in the day versus the night. The day gamers mentality is a whole new world. It's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. This slow rhythm of leading, even though you are leading in the day and leading in the day is extremely important. It's just done to a different rhythm. At night, it needs to be jacked up to this crazy pots and pans banging double bass stringing off, cello motherfucker, just craziness, like bringing the adventure to the girl, bringing the party to the girl, spend two minutes here, spend a minute there, goes like, hey, where the fuck are your friends? Fuck around the friends for a few seconds, for a minute or two or five minutes, then change down, change down again. I'm not saying don't change down. I'm not saying give her a little bit of whole new world, but not an entire song of it, not an entire on loop back to back of it, but just maybe five, 10 seconds here. Let me reset. What's important to recognize is just the rhythm of what's going on within your leading. And then a day gamer going into night, once he gets the rhythm understood, the mentality behind it, that, okay, I'm not going to do what I've always done. I'm going to try something different here. What you realize at first, it's super foreign. It's super different. I'm not used to it. Very uncomfortable. However, 
it's actually easier than the day game rhythm of leading. The day game rhythm of leading requires way more awareness. And to, okay, that's the wrong word to use. Refinement, refined awareness is what I meant there. In, it's, it's under the same tree, but it's more of a branch of talking about of awareness. The day game style of leading requires way more refined awareness in the sense that if you go a little too hard, a little too quickly with a girl, and you just push it a little too much, interaction can be over, right? If you go, if you got to go back at your place, you're on the couch, or you're in, you're in your bed or whatever, or maybe you're in the, you're in the botanic gardens, you're making out, whatever, and you just you make one slightly wrong move, that can be interaction over because the stakes are a little bit higher because it's one to one, and it's one to one in the sense that. There's no one else involved in this. There are no friends. There are no wings. There is no club. There is no thousand other people around you at a block party. It's just you and her. So any unrefinement, any clear mistake is kind of magnified. It's magnified. But in the night, you can make a lot of fucking mistakes, like a lot of big mistakes. You could, you could, uh, you could completely over-escalate and be able to recover pretty much no worries. Like... If you thought this was a good idea to try and make out of her and her friend, but her friend, maybe she was down, but her friend wasn't, and a friend gives you the cheek or she pushes you away and like, you know, kind of pretend slaps you in the face, you know, just playfully, but clearly to show you that I'm not, this is not what's going on right now. That's not the end of the interaction. You try and do that in the day. <laughs> you try and do that in the day, Jeffrey. I'll see you tomorrow. Right? I'll see you next week. I'll see you next year. So that's what I'm, so you just got to get, used to that and that's what I was saying there is that it's actually much harder to manage the rhythm and the just the refinement required in the day is way more refined but at the night it's just different it's actually easier in my opinion someone who came from a heavy day game background into the night managing the rhythm of leading at night it's like oh well I can just like I can kind of just fuck not fuck around like in that term but I can I have way more creativity, way more margin for error, way more room to move within this. Now, I'd mentioned something before about the window closing much faster than in the day. That's a trade-off. While the window closes much quicker, it's a wider window. Wider in the sense that you got more room to play within along this windowsill, but the windowsill is coming down much faster. So, and what that is to say is that in the night, and this is probably the last thing I'll touch on here in terms of just... It's just the the leading thing anyway, the pacing, the leading of things. <clears throat> in the day, the girl will give you many, 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 many chances to make mistakes in not leading, not pushing the trigger, not pulling the trigger, so to speak. <clears throat> she won't put up with, if you overpull though, if you overpull the trigger, she won't put up with that, but she will put up with you kind of going a little too slow. In the night though, if you go too slow for a girl in the night, you probably won't get it done. You probably won't see her again. Now, I've spoken about this tremendously in the Pulling podcast. There's an entire podcast on it. It's probably one of the most viewed podcasts as well. Um, And I've talked about this before in other podcasts as well. I think I talked about it in Tips for Chill Guys Going Out at Night. I think that was the other pod I talked about this. But let me say this this real quickly. Because this is uh, an entire... I've got an entire pod on Pulling. So it would be in its entire pod. So we can't do that. And it's not necessary, but what, what I need to say here is that for the day game mentality now going to night pulling is that speed it up, speed it up that the, if you look at the tempo, so look at, look at tempo. Now you want to use music, uh, analogies here going with the theme of a whole new world and trash in the camp. The tempo is much lower in a whole new world. Tempo is much higher in trash in the camp. You've got to adjust to the higher tempo. 
And what that means is that progress things faster. That's not to say that you can't have a few moments to breathe each other in, but it's not an hour to breathe each other in, like on a day two or like in the botanics or on an instant day. It's, you know, spots, pockets here and there, and that it's consistently changing. So it's like a consistently changing tempo within this adventure. Just, just like, I know it's a lot of stuff to think about, but just to really bring it down to simplistic, simpl- simplistics, just think about the difference between a whole new world and trash in the camp. If you went out and that's all you theoretically kept in mind as a day gamer going into the night, no more whole new world, trash in the camp, and you just, you know what those two songs sound like in your head, you will pretty much nail all the things I'm talking about here. If you look at a natural, all he's doing is trashing the camp. Now, I am linguistically and verbally doing my best to theoretically and logically, not theoretically, but to logically break it all down for you so you can get your head wrapped around it. But in terms of tactically being able to apply all the shit that I'm talking about, that's why I use so many analogies. That's why I use, you know, uh, belt, belt fed versus single shot. That's why I use these different songs, crossing the analogies of the songs, crossing different anal- uh, energy and all these different things because... In the night, you should not be thinking about this stuff to the level that I'm currently talking at. You should be able to sum up these things into one little nice little neat package, such as think of this song versus this song, such as think of, okay, micro leading, that's all I work on. Now, we spent probably 20 minutes talking about micro leading, but if at all you remember is just move the girl consistently. Right? Even if you don't remember why I'm doing this, come back to the potter at the end and you, you can refresh why I need to do that. But that's the key thing here. The key thing within the micro-leading, deeper association, deeper bubble, tighter bubble, repels extraneous variables much more effectively. There you go. Great sum up. Oh, yeah, and the pulling thing. The pulling thing. Don't, let me wrap that up because we kind of went on a tangent there. Pulling, you just need to take your chances when they come. If you recognize and you sense the moment and you sense the temperature is correct that, okay, I've been able to get the friends on side, which is something you should be doing uh, at night in general. Check back to the other potters to hear more about that. Then you should be able to, you should have ascertained by now, am I going to be able to get this girl to come with me or am I going to have to go with this girl with her friends? Then you play it from there. Then it's two different routes as a two different skill sets. And actually, McKeezy was asking me about tips for pulling solo. As a solo guy, it's going to be very unlike. It's much more unlikely for you to pull as a solo. Not unlikely, more difficult. It's more difficult to pull as a solo guy back to your place versus going back to her place with her friends. Because as a solo dude, you don't have your wings there by default to help handle the other friends. It's much more of a diff- It's a difficult ask. It's a very difficult ask. Now, I'm not saying it can't be done. Of course, it can be done. Many times pulled solo on my when I've been out solo, but. What's a lot easier? A lot easier is just getting savvy enough and aware enough to be able to learn the skill set to be able to say, okay, work out. She's definitely going to have to go over her friends here. Even if she doesn't have to go over her friends, it might just be easier. So let me try that. Okay, I've got this girl. I've been playing with this girl. We've been micro-leading around this venue. Cool. We're going to circle back to the friends. We're going to work out what's the temperature of her friends. Are her friends ready to go? Are her friends not ready to go? Do they need more time? Okay, let's say that they've had enough time. Well, what's the next best thing that we can do here to progress this bubble and to get this as if I'm leading this interaction, get her friends on side? Well, let's go do something next. What's the next thing? Because that's always what the night's about. It's what's the next thing? What's the next party? What's the next adventure? Let's head down to the street to get something to eat. One of the easiest things to do. Go find a street vendor. Go find something that you, you pick up. Pick a couple slices of pizza. Get your halal. Get your kebabio. Whatever it is. All right. You take the girls out and you're getting something to eat. 
if it's, that, if it's the temperature of the night, which most girls will want to be down for, okay, you ride along, you keep it going along, you keep leading this through. When you get to, and then along this entire way, now as you're realizing, one to all, don't just be engaging your girl. Make sure you have good relationships with all girls, okay? Because it just makes it easier. Don't isolate yourself. That's just like making it really difficult for yourself. So engage everyone. Then once you're down there and you've moved to the next thing, it's always to the next thing. Once you're done with the food, what's the next best thing? And you're always gauging temperature. Is it ready or is it not ready? Because if the girls aren't ready to leave the venue, good luck trying to get them out, right? Good luck. But if you can sense that the girls, it's like wrapping up a little bit, girls are getting a little bit bored with this place, and you're the guy who's like the strong masculine frame that's coming, let's go here. Let's do this. We're doing this now. Boom. Girl's going to be happy to go, all right? She goes with you, you go down. And that you just take that principle and apply it to each and every step. Okay, we're down here at the fucking kebab shop. We're getting this food. We're chilling out. We're having fun. We're fucking around with the other people in the kebab shop. Okay, what's the next best thing? All right, fucking movie back at Jenny's place. Let's go. What's what's the best movie? You guys, let's go. Let's go. And all of a sudden, they start like arguing. But no, this is the best. We're going to watch that. Let's do this. All right. And then all of a sudden, next to every street vendor, the cabs are savvy. There's always cabs around there. What you can do right now is, okay, fuck it. Everyone get in. Let's go. Movie at Jenny's place. Now, boom. Okay. Now, of course, that's not going to go down if you haven't sensed the temperature, right? And if you haven't sensed that these girls are ready to leave the kebab shop. See, you sense the temperature, reading the people in front of you. And then what's the next thing? See, this is all you have to do. It's something that Matt taught me big time. One of the biggest things that I learned about Night Game from Matt was that he always used to say, he said, Adam, the thing I worked out about Night Game is that, this is a terrible Matt expression, he's probably just like, that's not my fucking voice, Adam. <laughs> just think he has a more Aussie accent than me. The thing is, is that it's just the next step, Adam. You don't actually have to go back to her place or get her back to your place. You just have to get her to the cab and you just have to get her friends to the cab. And then you just have to get down the street with the friends. You don't have to get, it's like, it's the baby step mentality. It's the build the bridge mentality. And when Matt said that to me, I'm like, holy shit. So it's like, you apply the principle to the next step. That's all I'm talking about here. And, and then that, that makes things a lot smaller chunked. It allows you to deal with the pressure a lot better. It allows you to deal with reading a lot better. If you think you have to read people for an entire night, no, just read people in this moment now. It just so happens that at the end of a night, you'll look back and you'll go, holy shit, I just spent a whole night learning to read people in front of me. But you don't think about it like that in that moment. Let me reset. So even looking at that from a day gamer's perspective, it doesn't even fit within the day gamer's perspective. What, reading multiple people? Yep, of course, you're going to have to learn that. You have to learn that, but just don't freak yourself out. Realize that it's step by step, baby step it, baby Bridget. Just always look at what's the next best thing. And what does that also indicate? Leading, because that's the whole point of what I'm talking about here. You're never waiting on the girl or her friends. You're never waiting. That, you, should have, you should know that from day game though. It's just that it's happening in a faster window. That if you take too long in the kebab shop, if you take too long getting out of the club, if you take too long trying to get them into the cab, emotions die down and that, that bubble starts to weaken. So you just, it's like it's laser-like focus to a certain degree. There will be moments for you to relax. But when it comes to finally closing the deal of a girl and getting leading, just like you know from the day, if you get too lax, too lax, then things will blow up in your face. So don't get too lax. It's just you don't have as much time as you think you do in the night versus the day. The day you have way more time. Stakes are a lot lower in the night. It's an adventure that's happening tonight. In the day, there's a presupposition that we will meet up again in a day, two, three days later.
It's just it's, that's not the presupposition at night. The presupposition is that we have this night and only this night for the rest of our lives. That's the mentality people are in at the night. So again, it comes back down to mentality shift. And that's where I think that's where we're going to wrap up this potter. Look at this. Look at this two hour sun potter. When was the last time we did a two hour potter? The cheating potter got close. That was an hour and 45 minutes. But this has been some straight tactical shit. This has been some hype shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're listening at this point, how could you not? <laughs> Why would you waste two hours if you're not enjoying this? But um, there's some real shit here. So here's, I know that I've absolutely blown your minds, if you're a beginner listening to this, with some stuff you've never even conceived of. With stuff where it's like, you should have a notebook full of notes, at least four or five, maybe six pages of notes of things I need to work on that I never even conceived of. Like, think about, let's, let's summarize here right back, like right back to the beginning of the overall fundamental mind shift of one-to-one versus one-to-all. You could not, look, I've taken you guys full play. I've taken you guys full length because this is a piece of content I want to live for the rest of time. But I do not expect any of you to go full length with this. I expect that there will be one thing here. I expect that the first thing that you heard that didn't make sense or that you don't know how to do or that blew your mind, you go and work on that tonight or tomorrow night, whatever time of the day is, okay? You go and work on that one thing. If you have six pages worth of notes of things that you felt like I need to work on based on what Adam just said, don't work on all six pages tonight. You probably wouldn't even go out if you try to do that. That's way too much, way too much. You're doing a Noah. You're doing a fucking know it. Too much pressure, too much expectation. Criteria for success is too fucking damn high. So lower your criteria for success. Focus on one thing. Your day game and going into the night. Okay, what does that mean for me to just get into the transition of from one to one to one to all? Well, I guess that means instead of just like waiting to get into the nightclub to speak to an attractive girl, which is the day game mentality, what if from the moment I step out of my house, I start talking to people? Whether it's just the random dude standing at the phone booth, the random girl waiting to get into a cab, the random cab driver, the random this, the random. What if I just start getting my lips moving, which invites the mentality that this is a marathon, infinity wall, infinity bucket of paint. I'm going to be painting all fucking night, not just painting one canvas and I'm done. So you just, that's a mentality shift. Right, And then, of course, with that mentality shift, what happens because of that? You're going to meet more girls. You're going to meet more people. You're going to meet everyone. You're going to meet friends. You're going to meet friends of friends that will introduce you to friends of friends. And then all of a sudden, you've got different opportunities to meet more girls, which you never would have had of. You never would have had that. You never would have had all that ammunition if you went in with the single shot mentality, going with the belt fed mentality. And if that's the first thing you need to work on, that's the first thing. Now, if, you're, if you start to get good with that, come back to this potter. What's the next thing Adam talked about? Well, he talked about timing and pacing and he talked about pause and start. He talked about pause and resume, right? Pause and resume with interactions that if I'm going to be in a venue, I don't need to overcook things. I don't need to put too much pressure on things. I can leave things on a high note, circle back later, come back and we can dive in through deeper. Still follow open qualification investment close, but just be very loose and flexible with the idea of that it's not linear anymore. It can be paused and resumed in different areas. So you get that in, and then maybe like you get that together, and then you come back, and it's like, hmm, okay, I've got that together, but now physicality is really fucking on me. So what did Adam say about that? Okay, the hip-to-hip stuff. Okay, tonight I'm just going to work on that every single interaction will involve some form of physicality. Now, if I really struggle with that, what did Adam say? Oh, start with a handshake. Oh, what's the next progression? Oh, bink, 
hold on to the handshake. Up, oh, pulling off the handshake. Oh, handshake up to the neck. Oh, handshake off to the neck, down to the hips. Oh, back to the ground. It's like progression, progression, progression. And maybe it's like you, maybe that all doesn't happen in one night, but it's like you get one part of that right. And then the next night you go out and it's like, okay, well now I can work a little bit more, a little bit more. This is how you win. This is how you win in life. This is how you win until it comes to learning. When it comes to learning anything, if you try to flood your mind with too much too soon, you're just going to deject yourself and you never want to try it again. That's why most guys never try this shit. But if you were to, if you were to come to me and you come to this potter and you say, well, what is Adam asking me to do? He's not asking me to do anything unreasonable within one night. He's telling me actually to do something so simple, so easy that almost anyone could do it in one night and then go out again the next night, then the next night, then the next night, then the next night. Instead of trying to take 30 days worth of lessons and learn them in one night, why don't you just take 30 days of lessons and learn them across 30 days? Right? It seems so ridiculous when you think about it. Like it's, okay, of course, of course, but not of course, because that's not how most people approach this shit. Most people approach a skill set that needs about 30 days worth of ingraining and try to learn in one fucking night. They try and go out in one night and go, I'm going to get laid tonight right? And of course, it doesn't go down. They get dejected. They end up being Noah, getting really frustrated. And it's like, fuck, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this shit again. This is way too hard. Fuck it. I'm just going to get drunk next time and it'll all come good. By all means, do that if you want, but you're not going to change your fundamental being. So take your 30 days worth of lessons, learn it across 30 days. Come Use this potter as a constant reference, not a one and done. No, 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 no. No one and done, Jeffrey. All right? Just slow yourself down, build a bridge. 30 days of investment versus the rest of your life. Think about it. I'm going to take 30 days, 30 nights to go out each and every night and work on a different thing every night. So that for the rest of my life, I'll have this shit down. It seems like a reasonable change up. Like it seems pretty... The return on investment to put in 30 nights of work so that you have your fundamentals laid for the next 70 years, the next 60 to 70 years, what? What? It's not even a thing. Like, it's like, what are you talking about? Of course, I've got to invest that time. Of course, I've got to... Now, that's not to say that you won't be rusty, rusty if you take time off, but of course, you'll be rusty, but you know your fundamentals. The fundamentals are the hardest things to lay, right? It's like when learning the ring muscle up outside. I did 11 days in a row until I got elbonitis, uh, elbow tendonitis, but I did ring muscle-ups every day. I never knew how to do ring muscle-ups. I started on day one, got my first ring muscle-up, and then every single day I did them for 11 days in a row until I physically could no longer because I got el- tendonitis in my elbow. Should have slowed down a little bit. I was just doing too much in the sessions themselves. It wasn't so much the uh, consistency. It was more the volume within the sessions because my mind just, that's how my mind is. I just go fucking hard. And so I had to take time off, but I took four weeks off, came back, boop, day one, able to do a ring muscle up. And I took four weeks off and I'd never done it previously to those first 11 days. Once you lay fundamentals, it gets hardwired. So put in the fucking time. Now, that's all I'm going to That's all I'm going to say. We're getting up here on like almost close to 2.30. It's like two hours 15 or two hours, something like that. That's where we're going to sum up and wrap up here. Day game is guy tonight game. Fucking hype. Dear Lord, dear Lord, this is a real piece of content. This is a real piece of value. I'm excited to listen to this back. Mm. Oh, that's good water. Okay, so 
That's it, guys. That's it. I wish you guys the best in your journeys ahead. If you enjoyed this piece of content, please let me know in some way, shape, or form. Hit me up on Instagram at uitang1. Send me a DM. I, will, I, I post a piece of content from what I think is the most pertinent piece of content from each potter on social media. So drop me comments on there. Let me know your feedback. Go out after this and bring your stories back. Let me know how you went. Give me your personal context as well. If you guys have your own questions, if you have your own stories like Noah did here, send them to me. If they're really long, you don't want to type them into Instagram, boldojo.com. That's my website. In the About Me section, contact form, you guys can send your contacts there. Get in on that shit. And yeah, that's my biggest ask of you guys is that you share this with someone else that you think can get benefit. If you just spread the knowledge a little bit wider than yourself, I would be so grateful because I was once that dude that needed to know this shit, as you can tell, as I constantly reference back in this portal. So please share this with someone you think can gain benefit, a, die, a ride or die, a G, a wingman, whoever, a wing girl, someone you think can get benefit. And I guess that's where we'll wrap this up. I'm going to wrap up my my plugs and we'll get out of here. Uh, this this potter, guys, brought to you by my website, baldojo.com. If you want to dive deep, dive deeper after hearing this shit, I have three things you can do with that down, down the rabbit hole of education. Number one, ebook, Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game. It's, I've been talking about it this entire potter. It is a concise, summarized form of what you need to do to go out and meet girls in the day. Open qualification investment closed, dive into that. It'll make sure that you are armed with the knowledge of how to handle yourself when you go out into the day. Now, make no mistake, it is not a fucking sit in your chair all afternoon deliberating and writing notes. No, not at all. It is an action guide. It is to act as an instructor, as a mentor across a 30-day challenge in which that you take one thing you're going to work on and then you work on it across that day, come back, write in the journal, what did I do well, what am I going to improve upon tomorrow, record your interactions, hear yourself, use it as a guide, right? It's not something that you just fucking melt over and get back to one day. No, it is just a no-nonsense, no-bullshit action guide. Pick that up on the website. Second thing, dive a little bit deeper. Oh, hold on, let me reset. Diving a little bit deeper on the rabbit hole, you can go into the Skype calls one-on-one, book them in. If you've got deeply entrenched context, far too private, far too deep to get off in a message, then go ahead and send that, not send that to me, go ahead and book in those one-on-one Skype calls. I fucking love those, been doing a gaggle of them lately uh, from all across the world. So uh, it's, it's just it's fantastic. I love the context, the richness of it. can really dive in there. If you have infields you want me to break down, you can add them as attachments on the website. If you want to have a recorded, want the session recorded so you don't have to worry about taking notes, I edit that up. I can send it to you later. Keep it for life. That's all the attachments you can add on the website. And then finally, booking boot camps, the, the final level, the final level, the final deep shit level. Now, a lot of guys ask, do you do night game boot camps? I do, but only for day game, uh, only for day game boot camp students who have already done it. And if you listen to this potter, you'll now know why. I said it at the beginning that the tactics and the product that can be transferred across in the day is far more immense sequentially linearly to be able to ascertain what work you need to do if you got a fucking crazy nightclub that's just banging loud i can't hear what's going on to the fullest degree we you can't hear what's going to the fullest degree that's why i don't offer that to guys that don't have a good fundamental understanding of the tactical skill set open qualification investment close so that's why day game is always offered first and only offered first so day game boot camp what is it it's the illumination of the path of the work you have to do. It's going to show you what it is that is going wrong in your interactions, what you need to improve upon, what is good as well, but really what you need to do to work on for the next 30 days after boot camp. Of course, you're going to do a challenge after it. So that's the boot camp right there, only for serious divers, 
only for people that are really ready to make the investment in their life. Serious inquiries only. Big tickets, son. So international guys, domestic guys in Australia, hit me up, dive it in there. And that's it. That's where we're wrapping up this pod over the day game. This guy's a night game. And I just thank you guys if you made it this far. If you are that keyed in, that locked in to learning and just, or if, if you just find this shit entertaining, I thank you. I thank you so much. I'm going to keep doing this shit. So yeah, drop a thumbs up down below on the YouTube video if you did enjoy it. Send me the feedback. I really appreciate that. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.